right, lift off, baby. It's YBO podcast episode number seven. How y'all number doing? Seven. Today is Sunday, October 9th, 2016. Man, we are on our seventh episode. I mean, we've been doing this for seven weeks now. Yeah. Yeah, this Ooh, is amazing. Crazy. Um, so, as of now, our episode six has 251 listeners. Wow. Oh, God. Yeah. Wow. Oh, snap. Wow. We got our recurring guest here. Uh second episode you with us now? Yes. <laughs> my, my brother. <laughs> Hello everyone. <laughs> so he just popped up. <laughs> You're right? He's like, I go through. <laughs> Yeah. Then he said, uh, I was like, yeah, sure, I'm, I'm downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I love he said he wanted to be a part of our studio audience. <laughs> you know, but... Um, um, yeah, so, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so how y'all feeling this week? How was y'all week? You know, we'll start with our guests, our um, surprise guests. <laughs> introduce right. yourself yeah, again yeah, and give us your social, home. please. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, Jabari Thompson, social medias are Abari Beats, that's Beats with a Z. Um, had a great week, man. Uh, I didn't work this Friday, which I'm usually doing, but um, it felt good to be off. Uh, this weekend, what did I do? I was in the studio working with my boy, Pharaoh the God. Uh, shout out to Pharaoh the God. Shout out Pharaoh the God. Yeah. Pharaoh. Um, went to church today. It was great. To let my people go. Petty. <laughs> 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 yeah, but um, ready for this week, man. All right, this is Mwanje here. Uh, social media, M-W-A-N-J-E for Instagram. Mwanje the Gemini for Twitter. Why are you looking at me like that? We're just listening. Oh, okay, okay. Sorry, jeez. Uh, my week. Uh, <laughs> it was great. Um, still still exercising, of course. You know, Like I said, I'm going to keep you all updated on that. Um, Tuesday, we kicked it. We all went out to uh, Jordan's joint. We did. Yeah. We did. Oh, yeah. We'll talk about that later. Um, <laughs> what else happened? Uh, and then on Friday, we went to uh, see Birth of a Nation. It was dope. And we we'll did. talk about that later, too. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, but I had a great week. I, I was off Thursday and Friday. Um, took an opportunity to uh, uh, just take off and just enjoy myself. So, um, yeah. And we also live, too, y'all, on our, on our page. So, tune in if you can. But you're probably not gonna hear it too. It's recording, so all right. <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious. Well, wow. MC, all right. Let us know. Hey everybody, it's Lossie. Um, you guys can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Lacrim Lola. Um, my week was amazing. <laughs> it was interesting. Um, I had a good week. Um, um I don't think I don't think I worked out this week. Um, we did. I'm skimping, um, but I was doing other stuff, getting a lot of business done. Um, surprisingly, Kiki Palmer followed me on Twitter. Yeah, and, uh, to Kiki. I was like, it, it was just so random because she was just tweeting people, and I was like, love me, and she was like, okay, and she followed me, and I was just like, oh, okay. I was like, all right, hey, hey, Lauren, hey, hey, boobs. So yeah, I had a good week. Um, uh, like Mwanje said, we went to see Birth, Birth of a Nation and we went to Jay Wamo's show. So we will definitely be talking about that later as well. Yeah. Um, my week was smooth as well. As you all know, I am the insane Martin Discipline. I'm uh, Reese <laughs> Berry. Um, R E E S E B E R R A four Ys on social media, Twitter, Snapchat, uh, Tumblr. 
Tumblr. Why you say all French like Tumblr? Tumblr. Oh, that's not talking about French right yeah, now. Yeah, Instagram. Um, and um, but yeah, I had a good week too. Of course, you know, just working, um, just really doing a lot of stuff for the podcast. Um, we did not work out this week. Feel kind of bad, but we'll get back in the gym <laughs> this week. Um, I just like how this week we did a lot of things together. As Moanj um, said, we did the Jordan event on Tuesday. Um, and then we did the uh, Breath of a Nation Friday, which is pretty dope. Mm-hmm. And we hung out yesterday, too, last night. So we had a lot of fun this week together to come together on Sunday to to speak to you guys about. Yeah, we got some good content this week. Real good content. Oh. Um, <laughs> so Breath of a Nation, uh, I mean, you know, I guess, Elsie, I'll start with you. What did you think about it? Um, I thought it was. Wow, like that was just my whole thought for the rest of the night. Um, yeah. It was a really good movie. Um, man, yeah. just learning and seeing it and Nat Turner. Yeah. yeah, shout out to Nate Parker. Yeah, shout out to Nate Parker. He yeah, he ooh. did an incredible job. Yeah, he it, really did. He and, raised the money himself. Yeah, um, he got funding from different people. I don't know if y'all saw the Breakfast Club interview, but yeah, he said he got money from like everybody. Yeah. And it did so incredibly well at the Sundance Film Festival that yeah. I think Fox picked it up for seventeen million. Yeah. And yeah, so it's that's yeah. dope. That's I like how he said he um after he finished Beyond the Lights, he told his wife and, you know, his management and you know, everybody, like, listen, done act until I get this done. So he said he went to, uh, especially a lot of prominent black people, he say, hey, you know, can, can I get some money for the movie? Some people donated, some people didn't. And he, what was interesting, he said a lot of people, too, was like, I don't think you should go forward with this movie um, because of what, what's going to come with it. And he knew, you know, they brought up the old situation from, you know, his past. Um, if you've seen the clip of the Good Morning America, it's like they just went in and then he he held strong and he you know I, I like that he knew like he wasn't like biting you know just to go crazy he just went and just mm-hmm. he, he did what he, he had to do he brought up the fact that his wife is white so yeah what he yeah. still he can still be pro-black and still have a white yeah. wife I don't understand hopefully that. she understand but right <laughs> <laughs> she got to yeah. going it's in. funny that you say that not to get off topic but they were saying that about um the Luke Cage actor because yeah. his wife is white right. like yeah. And he said he was she was with him when he was struggling. So and that's what a human being we want as as yeah. a man. We want somebody that we can struggle with. And a woman too. So that whether he's white, black, Puerto Rican, Indian, Chinese. White, black, Puerto Rican, Chinese boy. <laughs> so uh I well I guess Mwanja, give us a brief synopsis of Birth of a Nation for people who don't know, I guess, what it's about. Because some people just say, Oh, I don't want to see the slave movie. Yeah, I don't want to see yeah, that. Yeah. So go ahead and Well it was us. interesting, uh, like I told you before, I uh when I was when I went to UWM, Mine. University of Wisconsin from Milwaukee. Shout out to UW. Shout out to UW. Panthers, Shout Panthers, out Panthers. Panther Nation. Uh, and um, we can use a sponsor. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Or we can use like one of their rooms. Yeah. And go oh and yeah. Be Come on, man. We gotta. Man, right there, please <laughs> write that down. We can start doing that. So, cause uh, yeah, we we, we, <laughs> we can do that, especially on Sundays. There's nobody gonna be there. Yeah, but anyway, I'm sorry, off topic. But I, <laughs> no, ain't nobody gonna be there. Right, shout out to the right. Shout out to the college students yeah. <laughs> that don't study. Look, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. So I had an African American studies class, and um, Nat uh, Nat Turner was uh, oh, Turner Turner. Right? Nat Turner, yes. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm thinking, I keep confusing Nate Parker. And that yeah, turn, I don't know yeah, why yeah, I do that. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, um, that was me. anyway, Mr. Turner, uh, I studied about him, and I was like, "This is interesting." Like this guy actually revolted. But to start the story off, um, he's a slave, 
he was uh, given the opportunity from his masters to uh, uh, to read. And what they decided to do was, hmm, why not use him to, uh, since he's black and he can read, use him to like tame him. or tame tame the slaves and uh, have them have uh, control of the master by using the word of God. Yeah. So, you know, it worked on the uh, uh, Sam Turner's farm, who yeah. was its owner, and some of the preachers and people that have come up like, well, your slaves are really tame. You, I think you yeah. should travel, take him with you, and go to these different places. So, Nate, thinking, you know, being the person that he is, he's thinking that he's doing a good job, he's making his master happy, you know, he's his family happy. So, even when he was on the road, he even saw his his future wife, and she was about to get bought. He had his master yeah. go ahead and buy her for, like, what, $275? That is so crazy. Yeah. Inflated is probably... Like, yeah. who knows how much that is now? Inflated. Um, anyway, uh, <laughs> I just thought it was, I thought it was interesting because, and it, I guess he bought. Um, he told his master Sam that he should buy her name was Cherry Ann, his his mm-hmm. wife um, in the ending um, for uh, Sam's sister, yeah. and I just thought that was interesting because yeah. I'm like, it's like a Barbie doll. And then when they mm-hmm. came to the house, because they brought her back to the house and um, uh, Nat's mother cleaned her up and right. they brought her to the master's front door. So, you know, front step, she had a little braid in, a little, little outfit on. You know, this is Cherry Ann. How you do? How you do, master? Mm-hmm. And then the sister came outside. He was like, this is for you. And she's like, oh my God, thank you. And I'm like, it's like she's a toy. Well, right, yeah. toy. Property. It's crazy. It, there's even one scene in there where the little girl runs out and with the has around with the, the noose around a black, black girl's neck. neck. And they just running around. The black girl yeah. don't think nothing of it. Yeah, it was just crazy. Like she animal. Yeah. Like, yeah, I like, thought it was interesting too that Sam and Nat played as kids and then when yeah. they got yeah. older you know Sam man. ended up running the uh, plantation mm-hmm. and now he you know and I thought the way he treated his slaves too was I guess kind of not cool but because yeah, if you notice important. when they went to yeah. different plantations yeah. a lot of them had remember that one was missing the eye they yeah. had the, then the other were in the, the shed tied up yeah. and then when he knocked out the slaves to Ugh. the teeth that was oh, nuts gosh. it made yeah. them eat like it was just there's a lot to take in yeah there's a lot, a lot to, take to take in that and that contributed to it contributed to uh uh, his wanting to revolt where yeah. he was going on different slave uh, plant, thank you plantations and uh, can you get that like password right <laughs> uh, and he saw the treatment that other slaves were getting right. and he was like he was like wow like I'm not getting this treatment but this is crazy so yeah. he would uh, do the sermons and then after he kind of figured out like oh you know what I think I need to be switching this up so he read the word of God again and he switched it around he started talking in code saying basically we need to rebel we need to do all these things against our masters because what they're doing is wrong. And, and the word of God says there need to be wrath on them. Yeah. So he um, got some slaves together, took up arms, and he went to each slave plantation that he knew of. And he just killed, you know, white people. Yeah. yeah. Just killed Damn. white people. And I thought it was Damn. interesting because they didn't just, like, you know, walk up to him and talk to him, talk it out, and then just, like, kill him, you know, with a gunshot. They had axes that were just yeah. straight murking them. Man. Like, yeah. It was like crazy. You. It was something that you probably would never see especially yeah. in a slave movie so that's why I think people should see it because a lot of people are like I don't care for slave movies I don't want to hear about a slave movie yeah but this one especially when remember when it first started um, when his dad went out and was stealing food and mm. stuff for the home and then Nate was Nat dang you got me <laughs> <laughs> he was hiding behind the tree and then the, the was it the sheriff or the police yeah. on the yeah. horse saw yeah. him like, like what you doing police. boy yeah. and um, he was like I'm just getting some food for my master and then you would think okay automatically up he finna get killed and not finna run back and tell his parents his, his mom but um he ended up marking the police officer and then the police officer ended up sh- shooting his counterpart and then you know he was ended up living so you know at the beginning you think oh we finna die but yeah. i thought it was cool that off top they just kind of stopped it and you know 
Did they ever say what happened to his dad? No, no I never really did. <laughs> he ran away. No, I was like, he, I'll be back. I'll be back. Typical dad nonsense. He headed north. Uh, I think it was a good movie. I yeah. had to, whew, I I to had take some it. moments that I was like, I was ready to cry. Yeah. But I'm sensitive. Most movies make me cry. Yeah. But I thugged it out through that movie because I was yeah. like, no. <laughs> the part where they knocked out the, the teeth, oh, yeah. that was a lot to take that, it was. It's really graphic, some Very, parts. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, Overall, good movie. Several times I had to cover my face. Yeah. Because, like, nah. I thought, I think it's really relevant to see because not only we get to see somebody that actually rebelled, yeah. but a lot of that stuff is relevant today. Like you said, with the police officers or the slaveholders, like, yeah. the first thing they ask is, Where's your pass? Yeah. First thing when you yeah. get pulled over, the first thing they say is, Where's your ID? Yeah. Where's your ID? So it's just and like, And then the he, same told thing. Him, he told him, he told him, he told Nat, I guess he was like, You see, because they, they, um, it was one scene they were looking for another slave that ran away. And Nat was riding with his slave master in a little horse and carriage. So the police came around looking. It was like, y'all seen anything? And the owner like, nah. And he looked at Nat like, you seen anything, boy? And he like, nah. And he, you know, he wasn't looking him in the eye, which, you know, they were trained to do. Mm-hmm. And which I know is a lot of small, just black people, period, don't really look at white people. They kind of be like, yeah, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just thought it was interesting because I felt a, a direct reflection from then to now. And then he asked him, he told him like, well, you know, don't lie to me, boy, because I know what y'all look like when y'all lying. And I'm like, man. <laughs> and that's um, the same thing too even with yeah. that like with uh, Nat uh, Nat Turner he was the preacher he was the token the token boy yeah and you, you figure like the organizations now they yeah. have someone that's the head uh, over the African American leadership yeah. uh, program mm-hmm. or division yeah. of their and, but the thing was is that as soon as Nat and Nate got like woke if mm-hmm. you will they were like, okay, now you're getting too, you're getting too powerful. We need to, we need to break you down. And yeah, that, that happens in real life too. Not all organizations do that, but it's definitely, uh, definitely some organizations that do. So yeah. it's just a lot of things that you can contrast from here to now yeah. that are very important. And then the whole fact that he did get an army of his peers to come and do yeah. that. It just shows that we actually stick together. We can not, we're not necessarily, we're not advocating to go out and kill, kill. people. <laughs> Don't kill white people or kill people mm-hmm. that are oppressing you. We're not advocating that. But we're just saying that it, it, the fact that they got together and they did create it's this. History. Yeah, they did create this. It shows that, you know, we can we make, can. you can make yeah. a big, yeah, we can make a big, uh, yeah, big impact. Impact, of course. But yeah, it was yeah. great. Um, it, you know, a lot of people told him not to make this movie, as yeah. you mentioned, and and they even said that you know what you don't even have a lot of nice white people in this movie. You need you don't need to make that. Yeah. Which as you can see, like from other movies, like uh, I didn't watch Selma, but it was another movie that I had watched where um, you know they had a li- not a li- nice white people that were with black people, and they made it more, I guess, culture friendly. But this is real. It, it was some people. There's white people out there that back in the day that didn't like black people. At all. Even black people yeah. back then didn't like other black people because they were like the. Uh, the, uh, the guy that was in the um, house. Uncle the Uncle Tom guy. He was Uncle Tom in there. He was like, Nate, you know you ain't supposed to be doing this. We, know, we, got, a, we got a good life here. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, that was bro. interesting, too. Like, I, you know, they called that the house nigga. If you mm. notice, he was light-skinned. So, right, yeah. Like, it could almost, almost pass for white. Yeah. Um. So... So yeah, so it was good. It yeah. was real good. They gave the IBD IBDM, I think it was called. Yeah, they gave it a four point nine out of ten. They said they gave it a four point nine. Of course, out of, 10. of course they did. Yeah, right. Um, yeah. I actually want to follow that up. Um, this morning when I woke up, I seen Charlemagne posted a um a film on Netflix um called From Slave to Criminal with One Amendment, uh, which was the Thirteenth Amendment. Um, it came out October seventh. It was directed by Ava DuVernay, same director of mm-hmm. uh, Selma and um, what's the show on um, uh, that we talked about, Queen Sugar. Mm-hmm. So she's really good. Um, but I actually watched it uh, before we all kind of got together earlier. 
Um, so initially, it um, kind of similar to the film now, how you said we see um, um, stuff that happened back then in the Nat Turner movie kind of reflect a reflection of what's happening mm-hmm. today. So that movie kind of follows um, the whole um, abolition of slavery, thinking that, hey, we're, we're free to kind of how now all the different stuff and how economically um, and through the amendment things change, like, you know, the prison system and mm-hmm. um, the right to vote, like how some of the stuff changed, but like now we're now at the Black Lives Matter movement and nothing has really changed. We're still dealing with the same stuff. Right. Um, I don't know. I just, I think everybody should watch it. Uh, again, it's on Netflix. I thought it was pretty cool. Again, it talked about the prison systems, um, just how they try to maneuver and they created like the three strike system, for example, to keep people in prison yeah. or how they outsource the prison system to these, these big corporations that make millions of dollars um, from it. Yeah, private prisons. Yeah, or they yeah. talked about, um, you know, you must serve 85% of your time in prison before we can let you out, like stuff like that. Even if you had a small crime, they talked about the crack epidemic where um, the crack was more, when it was created, it was like a black thing. Um, then mm-hmm. the cocaine was more like, you know, for other races. But the crack epidemic, when people went to prison, they got way more time than people who did coke or, or you know, or heroin or stuff like that. Um, and then it was a piece that was interesting to me. It, it talked about the Black Panther movement and how the government's, like just just dismantle that whole thing right. um and it talked exactly Sorry. and they talked about the Angela Davis trial and how she um the FBI just represented her they said she was dangerous she was armed and um but she used her intellect to get them so that was it Reagan and Nixon they wanted her out of here they wanted probably the death penalty so they talked about how um she went into her trial date you know she had her fro and then the guy was just joking about it like she didn't press most people come in there press their hair out with their white gloves and start praying like please and so she came in there with her books and she schooled them and walked out of there a free woman mm. because of what she knew and a lot of the people in the Black Panther Party were like that they yeah. they yeah. like Huey P. Newton if you watch um the, the documentary that came on PBS um, he was real smart. You know, that pissed a lot of people off, especially in California, because he knew the laws and he knew everything. And they're like, damn. Oh, you can't get him. Yeah, man. so I thought it was pretty dope that um, she walked out a free woman. So I think everybody should watch it. It really starts at the abolition of uh, slavery to now where we are. Um, and it had a, a lot of good um, uh, topics. Um, Emmett Till, Trayvon mm-hmm. Martin, the Zimmerman, and how he got off by the Stand Your Ground Law mm-hmm. in Florida. Um, so these laws and stuff are created, and it's kind of like, okay, yeah, slavery was dismantled, but you keep creating this, these laws and different things to kind of... It's the white power. Like, yeah. The, yeah, and like the fact that the, the Congress just recently passed the fact that yeah. you now can be legally discriminated if you have dreads. Yeah, that is that's another majority thing too. of the time African Americans wear dreads, so that's right. To not not only are we getting discriminated by our name, uh, you know, you see Shaniqua on the page, he's like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, yeah. put her under here, you know. Sometimes <laughs> I, I worry about that master. myself. Like I say, Mwanja, I'm like, uh, yeah. 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 should I put my middle name Brunel? You yeah. know, and I <laughs> Brunel Thompson. I'm like, oh, yeah. he's yeah. hired. Yeah. I just want to uh, share with y'all just to you know no, a refresher of the Thirteenth Amendment was neither slavery nor involuntary service to accept as punishment for crime whereof the party shall have been duly convicted shall exist within the United States or any place subject to their jurisdiction. So it's like, you know, it talks about slavery, but, you know, if you're a criminal, mm-hmm. you're kind of a slave in a sense. Yeah. But then you got nonviolent criminals who are yeah. sitting in jail for years. Yeah. I mean, that's just a waste of the taxpayers' money. Yeah. yeah. They talked about how these people that were, um, like, um, convicted for like drugs, coke. They treated that as like a, a crime where they should probably be treated with help. Yeah. Right. You know Obama saying? did exonerate a lot of those people. Yeah, that, they right. talked about that. They said that people that have small misdemeanors were in prison for years, but they had to let tens of thousands out each year to put these people for the drug issues mm-hmm. in there. 
So it's like, and it, it, it just went in depth into the corporations and how they make money. I think they mentioned JCPenney's um, and Victoria's Secret. They were saying that these prison systems, you know, how you're in prison and you do the work. A lot of these, um, their suppliers were, yeah, they were... Um, yeah, they were a part of it, so they had to eventually change because you know it started to get out there. Yeah, Not I that mean, they cared, they, but they pay them pennies to yeah. do work. Like that's yeah. like yeah. that's like outsourcing almost. Yeah, yeah. but it's up in America. It's yeah. like yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I thought it was dope. Again, um, it's on Netflix. It's called um, "From Slave to Criminal with One Amendment," which was yeah. the Thirteenth Amendment. Yeah. So we got to sure. study and get more educated on stuff. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff that we are not taught. In school, and I'm like you guys mentioned probably a couple episodes back, that now you know the Black Lives Matter movement and, and Trayvon Martin and all that stuff are now mm-hmm. textbooks, mm-hmm. which is great. But um, yeah, you definitely got to do more research outside of uh, yeah, outside of what you're taught. Itself. Yeah, and history is repeating itself, and we're, we're living that right now. Yeah, and um, yeah, yeah. I just before we end it, I just wanted to read uh, Ava DuVernay's just kind of her synopsis because she did an interview um, talking about it, and she said. Um, we take you from 1865 and the abolition of slavery and the enactment of the 13th Amendment all the way to now in this Black Lives Matter movement. And we trace decade by decade, generation by generation, politician by politician, president by president, each decision and how it has led to this movement, this moment. And we try to give you um, some historical context to what is happening now. And I think people get in this present moment um, and they start to forget that we were a part of a legacy and this legacy is rich and it's also very violent and we also try to uh, try to kind of get into the deep layers into this film so it, she gets really deep really raw and she kind of um, she they, she really does touch like every aspect some stuff you'd be like dang I didn't even know that so pretty dope check it out Definitely. shout out to Ava DuVernay good, good. and Charlemagne for that, that tip on um, shout out Charlemagne yeah Charlemagne that's my dude Charlemagne the God. Yeah, really, I'm so happy for black filmmakers around there. Really, yeah, they're Atlanta, really like I said, Atlanta's taking no uh, shit. Ooh, it's so good. That's a good show. Yeah, but I yeah, see. what else I got for today? What you got, Lassie? Um, I wanted to bring up uh, while we were on the subject of Black Lives Matter. I don't know. I spend a lot of time on Twitter, and I don't know if you guys heard about the Ben and Jerry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically, um, for those of you who don't know, um, Ben and Jerry. Um, ice cream they tweeted black lives matter choosing to be silent in the face of such injustice is not an option and from that it stemmed all these um, people making fake um, Ben and Jerry's like new ice cream flavors like there were um, people saying uh, praline you catch me uh, new cone who this wish a new good wood Go, go Shardy, it's your birthday. Um, so, but from people doing that on Twitter, um, they actually, Ben and Jerry's actually created a new ice cream flavor called Empowerment. Ooh, that's so, good. everyone is like, everyone is like, I'm going to buy Ben and Jerry's ice yeah. cream. Um, I thought it was really cool to see just because, you know, mm. I guess, you know, they paid attention to it. Really, and yeah. They chose to not be silent, so that was nice to see, and it was funny just seeing people come up with those ice cream names, and then they um they actually made a new ice cream, or it's probably not a new ice cream, but they gave it 
a name. Black that, Twitter's funny. That, <laughs> it is. Twitter is. I enjoy Black, Black Twitter. Twitter. <laughs> I just hope it's sincere. I hope they're not doing this to right. to gain more, yeah. uh, much well, more money. They, but it sounds like it they is. They kind of so. popped up um, a little bit before this around the Trayvon stuff, I think. Yeah, I yeah, yeah, they yeah. popped up saying it wasn't right. So yeah, they kind of been in it for a minute. And, and, and they understand. Been in Jersey. Tell I've been in Jersey. Yeah, I'm being responsible. Right. We want some power my ice cream. WM Ben and Jerry's right there. Ben and Jerry's and send in an email. Um, yeah, you should email them. I will. I will do that. Yeah, please. I will get their email. Just email them up and say, hey, you know. Yeah. We, we Y'all know these sponsors out there, too. You know what I'm saying? We're trying to do something good for the community. You know what I'm saying? Just <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, we're looking yeah. for... If you we're have looking a business, for sponsors right. and everything like that. If you have a business that's <laughs> out there and that's a legit business, yeah. it's really... It, no, Please none of that loan. I hate that loan shark stuff. Yeah. Like the, uh, the pyramid scheme. Yeah, check cash out. Mr. Crab. You can loan <laughs> one fourth of your car loan. We'll give you another loan. Like, Y'all ever got no. caught up on that? Like somebody, your old friend come out the blue like, hey buddy, how's it going? I haven't talked to you in a minute. Yeah, man, I need to talk yeah. to you. You be really thinking they want to talk to you. Right. And they, too. It, like make sure you wear a suit and tie. Uh, what? No. For what? <laughs> Remember that? That happened to me. I showed up at a hotel and I'm sitting there like the whole time I'm sitting there like this sounds good, but um I got homework. Right. Never 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 had that. Oh my god. I don't need a time share. But you know what though? Two hours you sitting there though, they be to give you a little little bread. They give you like hundred some bucks like that. I'll two hundred dollars for some bucks. I don't know. So y'all um I think it's time for my uh, for my onion. Yeah, onion, onions. That's what we gonna call it. Uh, <laughs> anonymous questions. My anonymous questions. Um, so y'all know I like to kind of snag them from um, like Tumblr. Anonymous. Tumblr. Tumblr. Anonymous. 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 All right. So this is my my question that I got. Um, uh, so it looks like she says this is a young girl. She said there's this guy at my university and he's obnoxiously attracted to me. He stares at me all the time and he's really attractive. I found this out through a friend on social media that he has a girlfriend, mm. but she lives really far away. Okay. Hmm. I know the best decision is to leave him alone, but how can I make myself available so if they break up, he thinks about me? How could I go about hanging out with him without being in the friend zone or having sex with him, but just keep giving him an option? Lassie, you should go since you know about long distance relationships. <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, but this isn't about the long distance relationship. I mean, on his end, don't. I feel like this long distance or not long distance, don't do it if mm-hmm. you don't feel that you can. You know, like, if you feel like this is going to be too much for me, I need a girl that I can see every day type thing, mm. don't be in a long-distance relationship. Absolutely. Because that's not fair that, I mean, your girlfriend, five hours away, being faithful, mm-hmm. and you at school looking at all these girls that you mm. want to talk to. Right. Now, as far as this young lady. Yeah. <clears throat> she's trying to get... I need her to sit down. <laughs> I need her to sit down. Not on my one. <laughs> I just... I don't understand. I mean, my thing is... For me, when it, when I am informed that a man has a girlfriend, I'm done. Oh, man. It ain't no, let me let me just try to be cool with him just in case they break up. I agree. Um, because that's still, to me, kind of like being on the sideline. Yeah. You know, almost. If you want to be friends with the person, be fine. Friends. But yeah. I don't think wanting to be friends with him would be in a genuine state. Yeah, I was going to say her intentions need to you be. You have a, clear. right, you have yeah. a 
ulterior motive because you want to be more well in the midst of that somebody had a comment it's kind of kind of targeting what you said so they said this sucks extra if you're the girl back home being in a long distance relationship is already tough but having that constant thought in the back of your head that he'll find someone better is just heartbreaking this couple could have gone through hell and back talking about this exact situation before he left you don't know what promises were made. Put yourself in her position. So, please, if you're the girl at school and you know that the situ- that's the situation, leave him alone. Don't wait for him. Why was your name? Bro, cheese. Long distance relationship, like like the comment was saying, you gotta kind of know the background of like what's going on. Cause, yeah, like, why right. didn't y'all, you know, why didn't y'all stay together where y'all at, or why didn't you follow yeah. her or him? You know. Right. But um. I mean, myself personally, I can't do it. I can't do a long distance relationship. I mean, I need to have my lady with me by me. You know, hey, just I had a long day come by. Right? Yeah. You know, you come home and it just nothing. But oh, uh, Snapchat me. She kind of she kind of out of line for that though. Yeah. But um, like you said, she wearing me. You can go find somebody else. I mean, you know, he in a relationship, so you know. You on a campus with a whole bunch of right. It's, it's you gotta so many have other dog, options. But um, you gotta have dog. If you feel like that, um. I disagree with her actions. And <laughs> <laughs> I like the fact that she, she should be said, tried and sent to prison. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> to the I like the fact she said obnoxiously attracted to her. Yeah, yeah. I, I was like, she put it, I feel like she put it on him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's your fault. You like me, but I still want to pursue it. You're right, right. Yeah, I, I respect her candor. Like she, yeah. she wants to, she wants it, but. She wants him, I should say, not Ed. I don't know what that situation is. Like, yeah, like, what zone is she trying to get in? I'm yeah. not trying to... She's trying to be... She don't want to be in the friend zone, but... She, yeah. she obviously can't be his girlfriend. I don't want to sleep right. with him, but like, right. what y'all going to do? Like, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like I said, yeah. y'all, they probably can study now. Study. Don't shut up. <laughs> well, yeah. I, yeah. She shouldn't do that, oh, man. She shouldn't do that, especially if, uh, you know, she now she know. It'd be different if he didn't tell her that he was in a long distance relationship, but she knows. Yeah. So yeah. you said it in the comments. Like, you know, you betrayed. Right. <laughs> Say, oh, you called your girlfriend today? <laughs> she got her minutes? <laughs> you ever seen that, that meme where it was like when your spouse or girlfriend or whatever piss you off and or it was specifically targeted towards women it was like when your your man piss you off and your work husband waiting on you and he was uh, on the desk like this I hate, <laughs> I hate work husband oh my god I hate that word I do not like that word work husband like, it's just yeah I do Why? not like that it's just that's just like another ploy. Like it's supposed to be. Oh, it's supposed to be cute. Like you know, that's my Sexy friend at work. Boy. Yeah, it's like no, I don't like that. No, no, you know, husband. If I'm your husband, I'm your husband. Hilarious. No, no work husband. Come on. So y'all got no work wife. No, I got no work wife. No, I go I go to work and come home. I have coworkers that are females. Yeah, but. But I mean, I'm not, I'm not no work wife, no, no flirtation at uh, work. I should be trying. We are very professional at that. Flirting it could just be someone who's a good friend and takes care of you. Like if you ain't yeah. bringing lunch today, oh, you, do you need me to buy you some food? Right? No, no. I didn't, let me tell my real wife that <laughs> my work wife gave me some food. Man, she just slapped the food out of me. <laughs> That's funny. Just background noise here. No. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> no, a couple, a couple weeks, uh, like two weeks ago, I was on Twitter and this girl was like, uh, she was like, what, what would you do if um, you had cooked um, spaghetti or lasagna, some type of pasta? She's like, uh, you cook lasagna and your husband says, oh, Stephanie puts fresh basil in hers. Um, <laughs> hey, you get poisoned in yours. <laughs> One of the girls, she was like, so what would you say? And this girl's like, Stephanie can go to fresh hell. And I was like... 
But the audacity to even say that, knowing that your wife don't put fresh basil in right. her. You know, just throw another woman up hey, in front even, of your wife. If you wanted fresh basil, you could <laughs> just say, baby, keep putting fresh basil That's what I'm saying. At least be slick about it. Right. Right. Who's Stephanie? Who? Uh, she'd be calling up your job. She'd come up there and <laughs> deliver the stuff to you. You left your lunch. Y'all <laughs> <laughs> I call her Young uh, <laughs> M.A. Shout out to Young M.A. That's my boo. Uh, your boo. <laughs> you might be her too. I'm trying to be her girlfriend. Oh, my God. Y'all stupid. Well, I guess since we're kind of on this relationship type thing or whatever we're talking mm. about. Um, I read an article. Again, shout out to Miss XO Nicole. She always shares these good things on uh, Twitter. Okay. Um, so I guess she had an article about Fantasia and she, um, talked about how celibacy and fasting ultimately led her to love and happiness. Mm -hmm. So essentially it looks like she, um, I guess she, you know, on and off relationship type thing with people for years, you know, whatever. I think she had a daughter, um, when she was kind of young. Um, so then she met her husband. So I guess she said, um, quote, I fasted for seven months. We married before we made love. So it wasn't about my body or my money. Um, so I guess I just wanted to get y'all take on that. Um, I believe in it. I, I truly yeah. believe in it. When it's rooted in God, when it's godly and rooted, I, it mold, majority of the time it works. Yeah. I'm, I reason why I say majority of the time, I don't know if there are some t- other times where it started off that way, but maybe the intent wasn't right. Yeah. I was fascinated. They get that na na, you know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, but some people do that. Some, what if it's some na na that's a nah uh? Like, you, you <laughs> well, figure it out after the fact. <laughs> that's the next people arguments. Like, I like to test drive the car before I get it. Yeah. It's like, okay, I understand that, but you know, if you test drive the car before you get it, then it kind of feels like that's what the only reason why you're here for, you know? Because true, yeah. when so you like get used, yeah, yeah. You, but you know what I'm saying? But well, when you get down to old, when you get older, yeah, that you're not gonna yeah. be that's gonna be gone. Yeah. When you get eighty something, say Alice, you can't Cialis. nothing. You done, see Alice, you, you done. Let's put it in this context. Say you you walk on a car lot, right? Mm-hmm. You know, so you know your head. You like, man, I want that Camaro off top. That's my whip right there. You know what I'm saying? And the the, the, the um, salesman schemesters. They like <laughs> they like, hey bro, um, you want to test drive it? You like, no, nah, I'm good. I already know what to ride like, or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I mean. Or say you don't a lot, you don't know what you want, and they like, um, I got this nice minivan for you. Right. <laughs> Shout out to the MV drivers. Anything, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And you, you know. Yeah, I mean, but the only thing about that analogy is the reason why the market is a car and a human is two different things. Well, well, duh, I know, I understand that. Yeah. that. That's why I say, you know, it's kind of hard I think to just do a, that. I, I get that this whole thing makes sense, but I guess each person, each situation is well, different too. With John Legend, though, him and his wife, him yeah, and his they, wife slept I heard together him say that the first like, night. First night, and yeah. they married, got kids. And yeah, everything. that's what I said. So it's kind of relative, I guess, so to you. But I wanted yeah. to read what she said. She kind of had a little quote. She said, "I fasted for seven months while I was doing my Broadway play after midnight." I started realizing that what I was doing wasn't working for me, so I did something very corny, and I put a ring on my own finger. Mm. I did a lot of praying and watched a lot of things that were good for my spirit. Me and Kendall, which is her husband, married before we made love, so it wasn't about my body or my money. He was a man with his own business, and he was also a man with a past. I think I fell in love with with that the most because he did not let his past block his future. He has a story and a testimony, too. Yeah. I, f- I figure I feel like paragraph. like this. Your blessings, you. your blessings are already out there. Your blessings are here. Yeah, and you're here, and God's yeah. trying to direct you to get these blessings. But sometimes we take our own directions, mm-hmm. our own path, and yeah. then the longer route, the longer mm-hmm. route where He's trying to like, look, you don't have to go through this guy, but you end up messing with this no, guy. No, God, like I said what I said. Exactly, and now 
<laughs> not, on his, not on my watch. The devil looking at you like you trying to get that blessing. He's like, not on my watch. <laughs> I'm going to throw this guy over here with these abs over here in front of you. And this woman with this big chest in front of you. Now look, you know what I'm saying? Like, And then it just you just get messed up. That's how it happens. You get messed up. But she took a different route. She fasted and prayed, which gave her clarity. She already tried other stuff. So it's like, yeah. Eh. Mm-hmm. So it makes sense. Well, what do you think, Elsie? What do you think sense. about fasting? No, I mean, no. I don't think I don't. I don't see that there's nothing wrong with it. Um, said not for me. (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't say that because, I mean, I guess I kind of feel I've been thinking about myself in the aspect um, with kind of earlier when Megan Good and her husband came out with their book, The Weight type thing, and how Megan Good was always like, you know, guys are. You know, she would date guys that were solely interested in her body, being with her type yeah. thing like that. Yeah, they true. weren't getting to know each other. Mm-hmm. So, me personally, I mean, I'm not gonna put my personal business out there, but I don't see anything wrong with it. If it works, it works. Mm-hmm. I mean, true, I agree. I don't think anything of someone who waits or anything of someone who doesn't wait, like you said, Chrissy Teigen and. Uh, John Legend. We're just all <laughs> first night. First night. The first time. So I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I guess it depends on your headspace and where you're at and what you feel. Yeah. You feel it's gonna work for you. I don't know about the whole putting I mean, a I mean, ring on my finger. But. So give her a shot. Uh, I'm reading the weight now, and they talk. They talked exactly about Still? that. Yeah. 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 I, I ain't finished yet. I, we trying to read. Yeah, yeah my bad. <laughs> Teddy. Yeah, yeah. She, she, she like mentioned that though. She said she was like after she broke up with her dude for four years. She yep. was messing around, had partying, sleeping around. She's like, I can't take it anymore. And then this dude, Devon Franklin, he's like. Well, I never want to date an actress, but yeah. he's like, wow. And next thing you know, they're married. Sometimes it's stuff but, that you don't want. Yeah, like, This is a dumb, but it's a dumb, but I guess dumb example. But I remember when I first got a car and growing up, my parents had a Chrysler. My dad was like, okay, your first car can't be a Chrysler. It's too much trouble. My first car was a Chrysler and I mm-hmm. loved it. So, you know, like. So How long did it last? Huh? It oh. lasted me a while. Yeah. I actually just got rid of it because it had a lot of miles mm-hmm. and I needed something new. But um, it was a good car. Yeah. And, you know, I looked at my dad like. <laughs> um, like I said, dumb, but you know, relevant example, I guess. <laughs> Try for yourself, I guess. Um, I said, not me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, no, I agree with that. Like she said, um, I really don't look at it like, okay, I, I feel it's the same. You know, if you don't want to wait, you know, that's yeah. fine. You know, if you want to wait, that's cool too. I don't think anybody less because if you don't want to wait, you know? yeah. But um, I just think you know. However you all should be, it should be that way. I mean, it should be an even yoke. You guys should be right. on the same accord, yeah. right. have the same mindset, and then it's going to work out for you better. So, right. yeah. yeah, that's how I feel about that. Yeah, but it's hard. That's it's it's hard. Definitely it's hard. Hard because they even said in the book like they were. Like, it was some nights where they were, like, um, making good. was like, I'm used to going all the way. Like, he was like, well, all right, we got to go there. <laughs> we got to leave. <laughs> we got to leave. <laughs> all right, see you later. Go home. Right, you got to go. Like, he said, yeah. plenty of cold showers you had to take. Oh, no. And that's, and that's, it's a sacrifice. Yeah, it's a sacrifice. You got to. It is. Yeah. So, they are so cute, though. Yeah, they are. They look alike. It's funny because when I brought up. Yeah, When I brought up. To someone, I don't remember who, when I brought up that she was married, it was like, she married? Because, you know, she has that stigma that she's yeah. the sexy, yeah, sex sexy, symbol, like, yeah. yeah, and they, like, you know, she's too sexy, she plays a whole role in most movies, and I'm like, eh, not necessarily. Yeah, she might, uh, be used by you, you know, a little bit too, so. Yeah, but, I don't know. Because she's beautiful. 
But yeah. man, I hate him. Yeah. <laughs> um, Petty. Yeah. Well, I got another topic for y'all. Um, so, what do you guys think about online dating? And what are your thoughts? Like, would you do it? <laughs> would you tell people how you met? Like, say, like y'all ended up, you know. We met on. Uh, we we met don't match. dot com. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I met on blackpeoplemeet. dot com. Oh, we did too. We met at a bar mitzvah. Well, well, I guess can, can we define online dating because, like, yeah, say for instance, you talked about, yeah. you know, one of my exes. I actually met her on Skype before I actually seen her in person. It was okay, a, it was an un- unintentional. How did that happen? Because you gotta like call somebody. Okay, this is what happened. So I was um dancing. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking to somebody else at the time. Yeah. <laughs> you see her face, she turned around, oh <laughs> <laughs> I'm so dead. Oh, so stupid. So uh I was talking to somebody else at the time and Hilarious. Um, just so happened, um I was <laughs> I was in my dorm. I was going to MSOE at the time. I had my roommate and I had my MacBook. Mm-hmm. And I was watching Tiny and Toya on BET. <laughs> I never forget Tiny this. And and Tiny and Toya. And I'm, I got the Skype call. I'm like, oh, okay. Like, should I answer? Like, it's late. Well, I, I, I'm, I'm in college. Who cares? So, <laughs> so I put a... <laughs> so I put a thing down. I was like, it's three girls in the um, Skype chat. Like, uh... <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> what? No, what? no, not like that. Not like that. Not like that. What? They were, <laughs> they, they, they went to Marquette. So they were, I think they either up or out or whatever. They had jackets on and stuff like that. But they were, I guess they were in their room, whatever. And the person I was talking to at the time was like, hey, meet my friends. And one of them was the future ex, uh, well, future ex, the, uh, the girl uh, I met. And then the other one was somebody I, I went to high school with. And then, mm-hmm. of course, the girl I was talking to. So, um, so we were all talking, but the girl that, you know, that eventually became my ex, like just cracking on me, like, what you doing late at night? It's dark out here. What you doing watching Tiny and Toy? Were you really watching Tiny and Toy? You're like, just going in on me. I'm like, dude, I just met you. Why are you going in on me? <laughs> so um, I was like, okay, cool. So then after they left, I was still talking to the girl, and like, this petty person I am. I was like, oh, so who's your friend? Like, is she, like, I was asking questions about her and stuff like that. She's like, oh, you like her, don't you? I was like, yeah. <laughs> so uh, somehow we went to a party, whatever, at Marquette, and but do y'all uh, consider that an online date? That's what I'm saying. Is that was that? Con- I don't, I don't know online? about that. I thought like online date, you were talking like yeah, a, I mean like a like yeah, or like yeah. Or, yeah. Like, oh, or, or you slid in somebody DMs or something like yeah. Because I I didn't heard about a couple of relationships working when you slid in somebody because you you shot your shot. Yeah. Well, one of my coworkers they they got married and they got they met on match. Do you think that's a part of our generation though? Because of course this wasn't back in 1965. It definitely is. Yeah. Social media. I feel like they had more. They had to get out. Not had to, but meet people. But now it's technology. It's just you know. Mm-hmm. It's a part of Tavins. it. <laughs> so how y'all meet? Well, he slid my DMs, girl. Mm-hmm. That's history. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say this about online dating. Um, when I moved to Florida um, four years ago, mm-hmm. I created a profile to find friends. Um, even though I dragged John with me, like literally, people think that's crazy. But yeah, I made John move with me. Um, but we wanted to find friends because. We obviously didn't know anybody but each other. But um, I still have the accounts, and I don't really use them for dating. But I do come across people who would like to date me, I guess. Mm -hmm. But for me, online dating, I'm just too iffy about people. Like, people people write me, hey, I think you're cute. Um, Do you want to meet? Or No, I'll take that back. They'll say, do you want to kick it? And I'm like, what's kicking it? 
kick it where? And they'll be like, my house. That's, no. I don't, I don't and then they, get, up, they like get upset that? when I say, I don't know you. You don't know my name. You didn't tell me your yeah. name. I could be crazy. Are you crazy? I'm not yeah. crazy. Okay, that's yeah. not a good, comp- that's yeah. not good enough I guess it me. depends on the app, too. I mean, because I feel like if you do, like, a Facebook-type Twitter thing, like, oh, y'all, been, y'all been mingling for a yeah. minute or whatever, you know, go out a couple of times. Yeah, you know? Everybody know what Tinder's for. Yeah, <laughs> you do Tinder or blackpeoplemeet or match.com, you know. Those are actual dating, like, black people meeting, uh, all of Some of the stuff be people Christian for, Mingle. for Christian people who Mingle. just get off of, uh, get out of prison and stuff. They be trying to Sister Jones, yeah. <laughs> Sister Johnson, Brother Johnson. So okay, so say you met somebody offline. Do you tell them how you met? Like, were you be open? Will you be open and say, "Oh yeah, we met on Black People Meet"? Yeah, I would. I think Essence Atkins from uh, you know who that is? Yeah, from yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, she played um, for y'all who don't know. She played um, Smart Guy, yeah. Sister. She played Deliverance from Evil, right? Yeah. yeah. Can I get some recent? Uh, half and half. That ain't recent, but that ain't recent, but you be in with Celia, right? Yeah, yeah. but yeah, she played in half and half the uh, the, the younger sister. Um, but yeah, she I think she, she I just read an article. I think she's just now getting a divorce uh, from her husband, but she met him on um, mm. one of those websites. And they were married mm. for a couple of years. Um, but yeah, she was open to saying, "Hey, we met here," and that's that. So just a question, yeah. I. You just have to have a good ethical behavior. Like you ethical. make sure you have your <laughs> have some decorum, man. Have some decorum. Make sure you have your 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 guidelines. Yeah. Um. When you're going online, like you know, you don't want to talk to this certain person. You you know this that and the other. So you get yeah. to know them. I mean, I mean, I guess if you get to know somebody. Yeah. Online, I mean, like I said, know that person. I'm just come over to their house and you know first day like come kick it like you said yeah, like, yeah. Like, just come over to your house no. yeah I don't yeah, I don't I haven't seen you in person first time I'm gonna see you is coming over to your house right yeah, yeah. And and it's crazy because I guess being a girl I'm just like I don't understand how that's like the first thing you say like right I could be any type of person, right. and you're, yeah. you just want me to come to your house and know where you live and all this stuff. Like, that's no, a public like, place, yeah, right. that's what, you know. Even when I was in Florida, I did meet a guy there, um, and I told my mom. I always tell my mom everything just so she knows. And um, she's like, "Oh, where are y'all gonna go?" And I was like, "We're gonna meet at the mall." Um, but he ended up he ended up picking me up from my house, but we lived in a complex. So I like walked over to where our mailbox was, so he didn't know what building I yeah. came out of, That's just good. in case. Right. Good. <laughs> I'm like, uh. but yeah, yeah. safety, yeah. safety. You gonna do it? And yeah, yeah. well, I kind of wanted to segue into. I know we we all heard about it. Um, we talked about it actually last week. We tested on it a little bit. The mental illness thing with um, yeah. uh, just generally, and then we kind of as the week progressed, we heard about the kid Cuddy situation. Mm-hmm. So r- rewinding from that, didn't he just prior to that kind of get into it was it with Kanye and Drake was that him yeah he had a little issue and then um he ended up coming out um I'm just for those who didn't hear it or see it I just want to read a um a brief synopsis of it I guess um just kind of his letter and what he said to the people he said it's been difficult for me to find the words to what I'm about to share with you because I feel ashamed ashamed to be a leader and hero to so many while admitting I've been uh living a lie it took me a while to get to this place of commitment, but it's something I have to do for myself, my family, my best friend and daughter, and all of you, my fans. Yesterday, I checked myself into rehab, um, and he just went on to talk right. about it more. So I didn't read the whole thing, um, but I just wanted to start it off by, it was an article on the Huffington Post, um, and it says, black men are giving themselves a space to talk about mental health. Um, so... Who's this? Kid Cuddy. Oh. So it says, according to the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services... Of minority health, black people are 10% more likely to report having serious psychological distress than white people. 
um, there's a stigma when it comes to black men talking about their mental health. Um, I just know sometimes just not even black men, just generally black people. If you be like, you know, I'm stressed, this and that, or if somebody legitimately has a mental problem, people are just like, you know, well, you went to a shrink, you know, don't talk to them you folks, crazy. you crazy. Mm-hmm. People don't really take it serious. Like so, church, um, yeah, not that it was perfect, but it's just ironic that we talked about it and then he rolled out with this statement. So. I guess I know you said you had something to um, talk about. Yeah, because, um, like, again, I spend a lot of time on Twitter. So I've been seeing a lot of people talking about it. Um, and one of the things that I did see is um, everyone was like, it's great that Kid Cudi is getting all this support, but it kind of sucks that when Kilani went through her her thing, everyone was, you know, they had bad things to say about her. And... I kind of was like, I agree. Um, but people were just talking about it, like you said. Um, um, or like Barry was just saying, go to church. And um, someone said, um, if you're depressed, you don't need medication or rehab. You need to get close to God. Jesus. And someone said, that is that is the exact problem with mental illness in the black community. Mm-hmm. You can get closer to God, but you need, if you need medication and therapy, yeah. do that for yourself. Yeah. Um, one of my other followers, she's, um, or she deals with mental illness and she said um which i also hate as well when people use mental illness as adjectives for random and temporary feelings and quirks uh for example i'm truly depressed we didn't stop for mcdonald's or i line my pins up by color i'm so ocd you know people use these things and it's like it's people in real life suffering from this. Like girls, girls think it's cute to say I'm bipolar. No, you're not. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, you're not. That's a, those, those are very good points. And um, from someone, it's something that I deal with. So I, I don't use the terms. But if I was to use the terms, I feel like I'm well within right. Yeah. <laughs> but um, <laughs> now I think about it. Sometimes I just be saying. I mean, it just kind of will come to mind. But I always say like I'm sad. <laughs> like when I be at work, it's not truly like a mental no, thing. Not. Depressed, yeah. Like, yeah. Really yeah, but yeah, but sometimes I say it, people be like, "What's wrong?" And I just be like, "Oh, I just need to figure out my life." But that <laughs> was that was another thing. Someone said, um, "People, when people say I'm depressed, a lot of people equate that with sadness." Yeah, depression. and I think that's what I'd be saying. But people be really thinking I mean depressed. But sometimes right. I just be, it. I just mean I need to figure out my life. <laughs> so I get that. That was yeah. a very good point that you made. With like those. I stated um, last week, if you don't know or if you don't understand something about mental illness, please educate yourself yeah. because depression is, man, it sure. is deep. And again, someone who has dealt with it personally, last year I was in a very bad place. I'm talking, didn't want to get out the bed. Like yeah. I woke up every morning, like, why am I here? Yeah. Like, why did I wake up today? Like, yeah. depression is, you know, not wanting to get out of bed, not wanting to do anything. It doesn't yeah. always have to be sadness. It could be, it could just it be a feeling of things. nothing. Yeah. So, yeah. just, yeah. I was just depressed. Watch how you say that. At, at one point, I think when I finished high school, um, I don't even know if I would call it depressed. I didn't know what it was. Um, and I just felt like, kind of like, what's next? Because I was so used to that four years and being in that environment. And after that, it's kind of like, you're just pushed out into this world as an 18 year old. And it's like, mm-hmm. all right. So, you know, you go to college, you go to school, and it kind of gets repetitive. You're working. You're just trying to figure out what's next for you. Um, and I just remember, I just I just told my mom, like, I just want to I want to talk to somebody, like somebody that I don't know. Because I personally feel like if you don't know me, it's easier for you to kind of get an understanding because you, there's nothing Objective for you to judge. Because, you know, you sit down and talk to your mom or somebody. Oh, you know, you just, oh, yeah, I made some peas. Like, ah, that's not going to help me. <laughs> like, so when I just sat down and talked to her, she listened and listened and listened or whatever. And then she just kind of was like, oh, you know, it seems like you're, um... 
Yeah. It's like having withdrawals from high school and you're just kind of moving on to another step. So um, you just kind of need to take some time and figure it out and just, you know, just kind of coast. And actually when she told me and we talked about it more, I'm like, damn, you're right. <laughs> like, and then like that little moment actually helped me. And then it kind of pushed me into um, a couple of classes I took. Um, I think philosophy class was a, a good class for me because I learned a lot. Um, I think it was a book. Um, it's called A Man's Search for Meaning. Um, cannot think of the author right now, but it's a really good book. It's about the Holocaust era um, where the author, he got out of it, but his whole family just ended up getting killed or they were mm. separated. Um, so he talked about his whole, the rest of his life being in a concentration camp. And I think he was like a doctor. He had like a prominent job in their community. But, you know, when they came in and separated everybody, he talked about how a lot of the men were depressed in there. And, and he was the one kind of helping them heal by laughing and just doing stuff. And he realized like what the purpose of life was, and which was my tattoo. He said the meaning of life was found in every moment of living because he ended up thinking about the happy, happy moments he had with his wife, knowing that she wasn't there, but thinking about the stuff that made him, you know, who he was. And I just thought it was pretty dope. And it kind of just helped me just get through everything and a lot of stuff too. But I'm here now. So that was probably one of the hardest moments for me because I was like, I don't know. It's a lot of stuff I did in high school. As I got older, I was like, I really, like, I realized that I didn't truly want to continue playing basketball. I feel like I was a lot more than just a basketball and a hoop, me personally. Um, yeah, but you took the time, you know, you wouldn't talk to somebody. Yeah, and I think know, a lot of people... That doesn't make you crazy or anything. And that's like what I that. think people need to understand, because my mom kind of was like, are you sure you want it? I'm like, yes, I want to talk to some, not you, because you don't understand it <laughs> all. Like, wouldn't be objective. Yeah. You. So yeah. you have to go talk to somebody that doesn't really know you, doesn't, yeah. you know, know your situation. Yeah, because you know? I remember I went in there and I sat down and she's like, okay, you know, what's up or whatever, and I just bust out crying. Oh, and it felt so great when I finished. Like, it was like one of them cries that you like, when you finish, you like, damn. Like, I needed that and I needed you. Thank you. Like, are you right? And my mom was so funny as she came in there and the lady's like, um, are you are you going to stay? And I'm looking at her like, Nene, like, you staying? And she's just looking and she's like, yeah, I'll sit here. And I'm like, all right. You know, that, that reminds me of the scene off Survivor's Remorse when uh, <laughs> um, Mama came in. Yeah, Chuck had to go. Chuck, yeah, yeah. yeah. She's gonna be here. I'm yep. gonna sit yep. there. Yep. And, <laughs> as soon, and as soon as I bust out, she's like, I'll be in the next room. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking like, go ahead. <laughs> but yeah. I, I think with men, oh, you wanna go? No. Okay. Yeah, well, I want to ask y'all since y'all kind of hear it, right. Right. just from the men's standpoint, since we're talking about yeah. him in the right. black community, y'all two black men. Right. Yeah. I, I think with men, um, I think we are taught to be strong, and being yeah. mentally ill means we're not strong mm-hmm. uh, and suitable to take on tasks because we're supposed to, you know, let that stuff go on. Our, we're supposed to be like Luke Cage. We're supposed to go out here, be bulletproof, and mm-hmm. take on the world. And it, it, we're not like that. And that's how people, that's how family members get offed, how I off myself, or, you know, off myself or kill myself. And it just then I destroy a whole community of people. Now my my my, my mother and family is still live, living. My daughters don't have nothing. My kids don't have anything. I don't know why I said daughters for that's interesting. Um, my kids don't have a father. No no wife. My wife well, my wife doesn't have a husband. So it's just like it's crazy. And then I wanted to touch on your Kalani thing too. I think the reason why a lot of people um, was kind of like uh, she didn't have a mental illness. She just she was just trying to get. She's trying to make people feel like, make people 
be remorseful of her because she was messing with um, Kyrie and but then still playing with with party next door. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. So it kind of felt like that situation was like, oh, you're just being petty. You're not yeah. you want some attention. Whereas it could be, it could have been a, a mental breakdown. It's like, yeah. oh my gosh, I'm in this situation. I don't know what to do now. So you know, that's why I think that's why a lot of people did that. Are they right for that? No, but I understand where they're coming from. Yeah, I totally got that too. Because yeah. I'm kind of like, mm-hmm. yeah, you kind of like that. Mm-hmm. But you know, but the fact that she wanted to kill herself—that is a that's, dark that's place. Dark, that's yeah. very dark. Because there shouldn't be anything in this world that make you want to kill yourself. But I've never been. I was gonna say, and see, people can say that, yeah. but when when you have that mental illness and you you Someone feel that suffering. way, yeah. you can't like. When even with me back in the day, um, I used to self harm, and everyone would be like, "You shouldn't do that. That's mm-hmm. selfish." You know, think of how someone else would feel. I can think of how my mother would feel. I can think of how my friends would feel if something happened to me. But what about how I feel? I'm mm-hmm. supposed to yeah. place my feelings to the side because my friends and family wouldn't really want me to do this. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I get it, but at the end of the day, you know, you, I don't. People think that, um, some people, I'm not going to say all, some people think that people would, people who do harm themselves or um, commit suicide are being selfish. Yeah. And um, I read the story, actually, on Twitter. This guy, he's posting pictures of him and his nephew, and um, I wanted to find it, but long story short, his nephew had killed himself. And, um, you know, he was like, everyone looked at it as a selfish act, but he felt like it was selfless because... The boy, his nephew was so worried about his mom and his grandma and now he you know his mom and grandma don't have any worries and that's just how he viewed it that's mm-hmm. how he viewed him mm-hmm. taking his own life my mom and my grandma don't have to worry about me yeah. so I guess it just I hear that a lot what, too yeah. it's like you don't gotta worry about me no more I yeah. just feel like if you're still here there's a purpose for you exactly yeah. that's, that's exactly the way I look at it I, I mean like I, like you said, I, I don't know what a person is suffering from or like why yeah, they have right. to do these uh, self-inflictions or anything. But mm-hmm. I just feel like, like I said, if you're here, there's something still for you to do. God isn't through with you yet. And, you know, just keep keep fighting on. He's not going to put more on you right. than you can bear. And, you know, it's just, you know, it's just something you're going through right now. You know, he tests you all the time. So it might just be something you're going through and. Like mm-hmm. I said, again, maybe you just need to talk to someone or even if you can't talk to someone, just try to meditate on it and just feel like, man, I, I mean, I don't, like I said, I don't know what it feels like to want to get to that place where yeah. I want to, you know, just take my Super own dark. life yeah. and all that. Super but dark. I understand people can get there and, you know, and it mm-hmm. can be rough and it can be hard to deal with. But I just feel like just keep pressing on and, yeah. you know. Yeah, find someone to talk to. Find yeah. an outlet so you can like. Yeah, there, there are Christians. For those who say you need to get closer to God, there are Christian counselors out there yeah. too. That if, that's, if that's the route you want to take, you don't feel you know comfortable with anybody. You know who I'm adding to our list? Sorry, Yala Van Zandt. Uh, <laughs> I need to get a plug with her because she like she uh-huh. y'all don't understand she's so great y'all like mm-hmm. a lot of the stuff that I discovered about myself prior to even her show from what I saw. I'm like, dang, like that's how I feel now. Where I think a lot of people can sit down. And, like, watch her shows or talk to her. Because she's really good. Like, she ended the four-part series about the angry woman last mm-hmm. week. So, she had a new episode with this couple. Um, I guess, um, long story short, the wife um, and the husband are married. They had two kids. But the husband cheated on her, like, years ago and had a baby outside the marriage. Um, but Yala kept calling him manipulative by the stuff he was saying. Um, and a lot of black men or just men, period, are like that at first. They kind of guard it. And he claimed he was being open with her, telling her everything, but I guess he kind of came on too strong, like his his manliness or whatever. And she was like, I don't 
do the aggression. And he, I guess he couldn't grasp what she was saying. So it was a part where he walked out, and I guess that was his problem. He said he always walks out of their problems, and the wife just standing there like, so he walked and he left and she was trying to talk to him and then he was like you know sugar you know she's like i'm not your sugar and her son stepped in like you ain't gonna talk to my moms like that i was like oh um but it was real good though because she was telling him like you're being manipulative he was like i bring my family to you i bring my wife my story you you calling me names she's like i'm not calling you names you're being manipulative so the wife is just standing there she's like he can go we finna go and we're gonna we're gonna talk to you we're gonna talk to your daughters so he's in the car like calling his wife name like felicia are you going to ignore me now? She's like, see, that's his behavior. She's sitting there like, <laughs> so you want to go talk to him or what? And she's like, I just talked to him real quick. He's like, so you gonna act like you don't hear me calling you? She's like, that's him being manipulative. She's like, I'm here to break the cycle. And I thought it was pretty cool because at the end, um, it, 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 they got another episode next week, but you can tell he really started to understand because he calmed down like, man, I do something stupid. <laughs> um, but it was pretty interesting. And um, another thing I wanted to touch on too, she had a, a good point and I think we all probably heard it before um sorry I, I tweeted the quote I gotta pull it up real quick um but she's pretty typical from probably what you heard but she said um all women marry their fathers and likewise for guys all about men marry their mothers but she made a good point by saying um whether that's a good or a bad thing um cause she sat down with their daughters and the daughter was like um the one daughter was like, um, you know, I got a boyfriend, and I guess the dad didn't like him or whatever. So like, the dad threw her out and all this other stuff. She's like 22. So she was like, well, I'm interested in hearing about your relationship with your boyfriend. And she's like, well, um, I guess she was saying she kind of feel like her father, in a sense, because every time they get into it, she run out. Um, then the other daughter was flipped. She was like, you know, I love my dad, but sometimes he just, I'm worried about him because he's not always here. And she kind of got like another standpoint of the mother's behavior because the mother's was all, she's always worried about him. So I thought it was interesting because she talked about the relationship between parents um, ends up falling on the kids, especially if they know every little intricate detail about the breakup or whatever. So it was just talking about family dynamics, but yeah. First lady was just talking about that today. She yeah. had a PowerPoint. She was saying, uh, or actually passed, she was saying like, you're, as parents, your reflection, reflection, your kids are a reflection yeah. of you. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So you gotta be careful about that. And then, Definitely. and like people, when you, when you wake up in the morning, too, you gotta get into the habit of when you look in the mirror, give yourself affirmations, good words of affirmation, saying that I am beautiful, I am smart, I'm intelligent, I can conquer this day. I do that uh, internally in my in my <laughs> head when I get up because Liz, Liz. Liz over there. Hey, Liz. Hey, Liz. <laughs> um i do that because i feel like this every time i walk out my door i am i am in a battle i'm in a battle with whether oh, it's work whether it's other uh, forces of uh, spiritual forces anything i'm in a battle and i gotta make sure i get prepared <laughs> she's so funny and, and then when i go home um that's when I feel like I can, I can be comfortable. And, like, yeah. and that's when you, if you're with somebody, you don't want to be with somebody that's so yeah. irritating, manipulative. Yeah. You don't want to do that because I'm like, oh, I dealt with people like that already yeah. outside and I got to come home I'm to this. Like, I'm always fighting. I need yeah. to come home and I need to relax. Peace. relax and yeah. be peace in your So house. the next exactly. episode, she showed a clip I thought it was interesting. She sat down with both of them and um, she was asking the lady, like, um, so do you, where you want this to go and she was kind of like I want out so the neighbors kind of going back and forth in the next scene she was like do y'all even want to be together (laughs) (laughs) right so next week should be interesting but um yeah she's pretty dope Sponsor, you know what I'm saying? Uh, right. Mm-hmm. We got, we got um, I'm gonna tag people. you, Inyama. I'm looking at the mic like this. Inyama, please hit us up. 
Um, you know, we, we want to have you on our podcast. Have us on the own network. Set us up with Oprah and Tyler Perry. Um, hashtag Tyler Perry Oprah. Hashtag network. Taking on as, as the, using that as a segue since we're talking about black men. Yeah. Um, well, Jabari, did you say, I wanted to kind of hear your, did you say something? Your standpoint on, on the, uh, the mental illness in the black community, specifically black men. Oh, I kind of um, segue somewhere. Oh, else. Yeah, what yeah, I was yeah. speaking about, like I said, everyone, like I feel We're like if you still here, you have a purpose. But <laughs> as a black man, like it kind of remind me of um, I don't know I, I, if y'all still watch Empire, but yeah, I do. I know he kind of oh, yeah, yeah. it makes you think about Andre yeah. and how he's bipolar and mm-hmm. how um, Lucius looks at him like you're crazy and yeah. all that or. We don't have crazes in our family. Yeah. How he actually sent his mother away. Yeah. It's, right. it, but to me, Lucius is like, like he's hiding that part of his life because right. it's like he doesn't understand it. Because you that. see, Cookie gets out. She had no idea. Right. But she like, doesn't. Have, woman? She oh, has right. nothing about. Oh, his mom came in the back yeah. in the scene now? Yeah, right. uh, uh, Kelly Rowland? Yeah, she's not. She <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. She didn't yeah, he but is she Kelly Rowland still? No, it's the older woman. So essentially, I don't know what you left off. It's the older woman. Essentially, he put her into like an old folks' mental home. Mm-hmm. And just threw her in there, like he helped her, like you know, here have uh, mm-hmm. people bring you know her money and stuff. But that she's not a part of their lives. So mm-hmm. I guess um, Andre, not is Andre. He ended yeah, up finding yeah. her. Oh wow! And bringing her back, so she get a little you know a little yeah. extra. But as part of his life, um, so Cookie had no idea. And then no. you see um, Andre going through his issues and trying to figure it out. You know, because his wife died or something, right? I'm sorry, Andre, spoiling it. I, I, yeah. Um, so spoiling what's her name Rhonda? again? Rhonda, um, Rhonda. got pushed it, off the I, roof I, or the roof. balcony by What's her name? Killed her, right? Oh, girl. Anika. Anika. Yeah. Yeah. Anika. yeah. So she got pushed off. So I thought, what I thought was interesting about that is she was the one who really understood her, like, take your medicine, take your pills. So right. uh, when the season ended, it ended with somebody about to get pushed off the roof. So we didn't know who, but then when it came back on, we it finally, it was Rhonda. Rhonda. So at the end, I'm like, it can't be Rhonda because that was my first thought. I'm like, Rhonda has to help him take his pills. So I was like, and then I was, I was surprised that it was her. So now I thought it was interesting they had the scene where he was in the room talking to her and she was like, who's going to help yeah. you take your pills? Yeah. Like, who's going to help me? He was like, no, Rhonda. And oh boy, with the brother walked in, like, who talked to um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it, it's it's a. Uh, so yeah, man, that's something in like before. Like, oh, hey Shakira man. girl, we gonna have you as a guest one day. She watching live. Uh, Shakira, what's her name? Shakira. Shakira. <laughs> <laughs> she, Shakira. We can talk about her later. Oh, okay, but that is a stigma <laughs> for black men in the community. Like um, like you said, we don't want to talk about that, or you want to push it to the side. But it's a actually Make serious um, yeah. problem, or you know something that you have to deal with. So I Too feel funny. like, you know, you should be able to get help without somebody looking at you as crazy. Like you crazy yeah. Like, yeah. I just want to say, don't be ashamed. I was for a really long time and then um, followed this girl on Twitter and she was so open mm-hmm. talking about it. And I was like, yeah, you know, I was like, what am I yeah. ashamed or afraid of? Yeah. It's not like. It's not my icebreaker. Yeah. You know, (laughs) I don't just break out with it. But if someone um, genuinely asks and they want to know, I will discuss that with you. But, I mean, if, you know, if that's something that you want to understand. But I just say don't don't be ashamed um, to ask for help or reach out to your friends and family if you feel that that works for you, too. Um, Mm. Just take care of your mental health because it's important. Yeah. But yeah, so we want to kind of start a movement here with you guys. Um, mental health, you know, be open about it, get help, you know. Mm-hmm. For sure. You want to talk about it? We here. 
Mm-hmm. Write me. Yeah, absolutely. I can. Yeah, you guys can definitely, can. definitely write me because I got the experience. She got the keys. Oh, <laughs> well, can I can I segue into this? Serious no, serious no. Yeah, into it, yeah. we segue. Oh, oh what? Segue. My back a little bit. I'll segue next. I'll <laughs> <Yeah. Y'all> segue <laughs> next. <laughs> What you got for us? Uh, all right, so since we're talking about black men, um, let's go on the lighter side and talk about some positive stuff about black men. I got this article from my uh, homie Jennifer. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Jen. Shout out and to um, it says the moments when being a black man is the ish. Yeah. And uh, it's ten. It's ten. Yeah. You saw it. Oh my god. I, I'm going to point out too, but it's ten. Uh, ten little comments, if you will. That's funny. I might do three because it's funny. It says one of them is, and you don't even have to be a black man. I think a lot of people do this all the time. If you're black, uh, cold switching with strangers in front of company. <laughs> so he talks about actually when you're talking to someone, uh, our Caucasian counterparts, and we have that. You know, you ever see your mama? Caucasian <laughs> counterparts. Oh, you know, when you your mama be on the phone like, y'all put that. Yeah, and as soon as the bill collector call, hi, this is Nicole. this is Nicole. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> Shut up. Shut your eyes now. Right. Hello. This is Amy. (laughs) (laughs) But what's so funny about these articles, actually, I went through and read it again. At the end of it, it mentions stuff about uh, not getting shot by the cops. So it goes off like this. It says, number 10, cold switching in front of strangers in front of company. It says, uh, you know what I mean? You're in a meeting with like 40 people and it's you and one other black dude from mm-hmm. accounting. <laughs> Y'all catch each other in line for lunch. You give the nod. He gives the nod. You ask him, how's it going? He says, bruh, I can't even call it. <laughs> you know what's up. <laughs> yeah, you know what he just said. He knows what he, he you know what he just said and he knows what, uh, what he just said. But nosy, <laughs> but nosy a Karen from logistics <laughs> thinks he <laughs> thinks he's down. Tim from sales, I have no idea that Tim you. What did he say, bro? <laughs> that you know, there's layoffs coming in two weeks, and the boss is gonna uh gonna be indicted. <laughs> It says, then at the end of the meeting, you end with the saying, all right, stay up. Hilarious. <laughs> Salutations, which mean, hey, don't get shot by the cops. <laughs> hilarious. So that's number 10. Um, and then there's another one here. I, this, this article is hilarious to me. I mean, like I said, shout out to Jen for this because I was dying at work you reading this. You sent that in the group text? Yeah, I sent it in the group text as well, too. Um, uh, where was it? Where was it? Oh, here you go. This is, my, this is, this is so funny right here. It says, uh, number eight. Trying to one-up another black man with compliments. Here's the routine. It says, you. Hey, man, how's it going? Man, I'm trying to be like you. Shoot, bro. Where you at? Don't be like me. I'm trying to be like you. I see you with the clean clothes on. He's like, nah, bro. You the one out here doing it big. Shopping at grocery stores. <laughs> Hilarious. So I said, no, come on, son. I seen you on IG stunning that new Nissan Leaf. Nissan. <laughs> I said, dog, that was just a rental. <laughs> Hilarious. You the one out here getting shot, not getting shot by the cop. <laughs> and they go on for hours, but the sentiments is priceless so it's just man this article is funny we will post this on Twitter and I just thought that this is. was just like oh my yeah. gosh it, this it hit home for me yeah. and then one more um, this right here any black man knows you got a girlfriend or you, if you're married right now mm-hmm. getting your plate by a woman is like awesome boss. Like, like boss oh my god yeah. like uh, I see my mom do it my grandmother do it all the time and unless they mad at them they like yeah. <laughs> that's it's why you know you fix your own plate some stuff right it basically says ladies if you fix a man a plate you're not related to the, and you're not related to the man whose plate you just fixed for the duration of time that it takes to deliver that plate and for him to eat said plate of food y'all go together <laughs> bam girl plate bait you're a plate bait 
Plus, you might Please. be saving his life. That time he's allowed to stay seated and comfortable are precious moments when he isn't standing up and being perceived as a threat to a cop that might shoot him. So, uh, like I said, at the end, they always say that they don't dope. get shoot by the it's cops. So it was good. We will, I will post the article and a shout out to the author. His name is Corey Richardson. He did this on October sixteenth. Uh, and uh, oh, the name of the website is called VerySmartBrothers.com. So shout out to VerySmartBrothers.com. VerySmartBrothers.com. And, and once again, shout out to Jennifer for this article because she sent it to me and uh, I was just dying laughing. At work, so that's what's up. Yeah, that's what's up. Yeah, so that's dope. That was funny. Uh, and also, too, on the article, I don't know if y'all want to say way into this now. But, what? What y'all want to go? What y'all want to go somewhere? No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, well, it talks, I'll segue next. Okay, you say way next. You want to go? You sure? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, that, I was just going to go into that. that I was going to say it, was, it goes into. I just saw after reading the article, it says about the Kim and Kanye. Uh, Thing. She's about to go there. Oh, okay. so go, no, go, ahead. go ahead. Go ahead. No, I'm not going to say anything about it. But I'm just going to say, somebody anybody want to take their. Yeah, somebody. <laughs> <laughs> everybody say, wait. Don't say, wait. I'm going to start making small. Um, so basically, Kim K supposedly got robbed when she was in Paris. So I, this was my question about it to start it off. They Did, did they say Kanye didn't finish his concert yeah, he, or something? He uh, canceled the rest of the yeah, show. Yeah. Like, yeah. Right, so I'm done. I think he said, like, I'm done. So what did y'all think about that? That he canceled it to go see about his wife getting robbed. Yeah, yeah, that's a question. Go ahead. I mean, I yeah. think that's a must. Yeah, yeah. I'm asking because so, so some people was like, you could finish your show, and then some no, people was like, go no, see your wife. No, 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 I'm just asking. It wasn't me. <laughs> right. I swear. She has two right. children. Like, right, yeah. right. Yeah. Gotta like, go see right. Right. That, No, I'm leaving so, work. Do they get reimbursed? Middle of my meeting. Like what? No, I'm good. So do they get reimbursed or what? What y'all think? I mean, it was only 30 minutes left, and then get that 30 minutes worth for that 500 dollars ticket. Kanye probably like. Uh, do something for him. Jump you know, in the pond of, again and perform. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't. I wouldn't feel bad. I'm like, you know what? I like, this, it, it was uh, something yeah. that happened unexpected. It wasn't it's, like yeah. it was planned. If it's real, yeah. But if it wasn't like nothing planned, you know, what I'm saying like it happened. Like, like, I'm, what about Michael Jackson? In the, was that a Pepsi mm-hmm. commercial that he what got his he uh, hair on fire? Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, uh, Mike, you better still dance with that fire. But you better do Thriller. Like, no. This <laughs> is like if he passed out. I mean. You can't get mad at him if he fell out during the show and yeah. you're like, oh, we still got 30 minutes left. What you mean you have a heart attack? My right. health just changed. <laughs> well, no, my, my second part of that is people in a lot of articles are saying that it was a setup, it was fake, and they even question, I guess, her show, the Kardashian show, continuing. So, I mean, um, did y'all hear about that? People were yeah, I heard, about that. Yeah, I heard about it. Yeah. I, read, I thought I that was real interesting because I'm like, but if you stage that, um, I know she filed problem. an insurance claim. So, if it is fake, yeah. you know, she yeah. insurance fraud. Now, yeah. now you're talking criminal yeah. charges. But I don't think it's fake. I, I hope, not. hope it's not. Yeah. Like, really? I hope it's not. Like Y'all, got, y'all talk about I nothing and people still watch. I still watch. Yeah. I ain't even gonna lie. <laughs> But I don't watch the Kim Kardashian show. I mean, I, don't watch it I mean, let's well, say keeping up with the Kardashians. Keeping up with the Kardashians. So there is Chloe. Oh, sorry. Kardashian show. Barefoot now, barefoot. Have y'all ever seen? Well, you don't watch it, but I love it when E plays the old episodes, like from two thousand and eight. You're talking about busted, mm. man. Like, it was one episode where everybody had on Kooji. Like everybody had on Kooji. I thought it was so funny. I'm like, please fast forward. Mm. They're probably getting money off that though. Yeah. Well, yeah, but it was just funny because like every everybody Bruce had on Kooji. I'm like, really? <laughs> Bruce and Caitlyn, no, it was, it was back then. And then you see Kylie and uh, Kendall. Is Caitlyn like, like they show Caitlyn on it was, on Keeping Up with the Kardashians now? Like, not as much, so, but he'll come uh, in here that, and there. Like, yeah. Oh, something like that. Yeah. Exactly. He's not as much on there a lot, but you know he he's on there. He had his little show. With Kate, oh, something, something with Kate. 
I am Caitlyn. Yeah, I am Kate. Whatever. I like. I like. Whatever. I like. Actually, like Bruce kids. I will watch them. You know who is fine? Brody is fine. I, I like that name, bro. I didn't say all that. I'm just saying I like. I will Brody watch. Is I will watch he is, is but he said something stupid about Black Lives Matter. I heard that too. Yeah, he oh, oh, is, oh, I don't want to watch. He it. had it on. I mean, that's different, but I he's still fine. He is still fine physically. But I like the name Brody for some reason. Mm. Me too. Brody. All right, y'all going all the way over Brody. there. Tanner. <laughs> right, y'all go okay. ahead over there. He doesn't like y'all. <laughs> Did you have something? Excuse me? <laughs> um, um, I was, it's actually switching topics. Um, I don't know um, before I get to this if we want to talk about Jay Lamo's show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my bad. Not, hey, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we were going to get there. We were going to get there. I, yeah. was like, oh, I, I know, but um, because I was switching over to music, so yeah. I yeah, go ahead. to talk go about ahead. that first. So, Tuesday night, we got to go mm-hmm. to uh, Jay Lamo's um, EP release party. The Company Brewing. At, yeah, Company mm-hmm. Brewing. Shout out um, to that. Writer's Block. Hashtag. Uh, <laughs> um, and he performed, he basically performed his whole EP, which mm-hmm. I thought was cool, because, I mean, mm-hmm. it's six songs, so it yeah. seemed super doable. You said I got um, I liked his energy on stage. I yeah. thought he performed well. Um he performed my songs. So I was like, yeah, I was happy about yeah. that. Which one was that? The mission. The mission. The mission. I think that was mine too. I like I think. Uh, my favorite one is I can't remember which one. It was a couple towards the end that I was because I was like doing stuff <laughs> over here. Listen, no ways is good. Cipher was good. Too. It was a, a couple towards the middle and the end that I liked. My favorite was Writer's Block. I was say I like that one too. Yeah, the one about his grandma. See, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, hey, bro, your grandma owe me a plate, dog. Yeah, you keep asking me about the spaghetti. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so bro. you bring him when you bring us all. Let's <laughs> <laughs> just make YBO. Hey, Grams. <laughs> um, um, but um, yeah, so that was cool. But I also got yeah. a chance to talk to um, Jo. Um, Jo's a rapper uh, from Milwaukee, mm-hmm. um, and I asked him a few questions, um, and I'm gonna play one of his songs. So, um, just to get some background on him, I asked him, um, what got you into doing music? And he said, I first felt music when I was younger, riding in the car with my dad, listening to old school R&B love songs. I felt a special connection with the melodies, lyrics, and the beats. I would just drift off into my own world and create my own stories. Hmm. Um, I asked him what artists inspires him, um... He said, to be honest, Drake inspires me the most, not because he's the most lyrical or best rapper, but because I can tell he understands the concept of originality, being true to self completely, feeling the music and making it his own. Like, he seems so in touch with his music that he even sounds like an instrument sometimes. He's very passionate about music and women and has a hunger out of this world that I just, that I, that I can just feel like no one else. He reminds me of myself. Um... And I asked him, what, is he, what, are, what are you working on now? Um, he's currently working on his fifth project called Destination Overflow. Um, he said, it describes my journey down a path of righteousness, full of mishaps, barriers, and obstacles that I run into along the way that I must overcome. It is the most well thought out and put together mixtape I have made so far. I can mm-hmm. honestly say that. It kind of reminds me of Section 80 by Kendrick Lamar. Mm. And him him saying that alone, I am, that means it's if you know me, cold. I'm a big, <laughs> big Kendrick fan. Section 80 is my favorite Kendrick product, uh, project. So um, I'm interested in hearing um, JL's project. Um, you got a little something for us today? Or just... I am. Okay. One more question. I asked him, oh, uh, the song that I'm going to play is called Blue Concentration. So I asked him okay. to uh, tell us about it. And he said... Blue Concentration is a song describing in full detail my current life and situations as I deal with a lot of frustration filled with hope. The word blue is meant to 
represent a sad color and in this song i'm concentrating on the sad or frustrating parts of my life as i continue to believe on a dream when i first heard the beat i pictured a dark blue sky type setting and that nighttime view is my favorite whenever i'm riding in the car with the clear dark sky it's very inspiring so um i'm gonna play the song but he some of his he has um his music is just man um if you go through his SoundCloud, he has some of these songs and just, he has this one song where it has like a jazz mm-hmm. kind of feel to it. I'm through. so in love with it. But What's his SoundCloud? His SoundCloud is... Oh, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Krabs. So we're going to play the clip for y'all. Yes, we are going to play the then clip. We're going to have all information from Mr. J.O. Is it J.O.? 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 We're have all the information from Mr. J.O. Y'all been messing up on names, too. Liz. This is the thing. We're getting accustomed to the Milwaukee music scene. We're trying to put y'all out there. Shout out to the Milwaukee music scene. We want to put y'all out there. You know, we get listeners from everywhere. So we want to put y'all out there with us. Absolutely. Just put us out there with y'all. Right. Um, But SoundCloud is E-N-T, E-N-T's, E-N-T-S underscore J-O. So if you want to go listen to his music, um, you can find it there. But and also listen, you listen to Twitter. We will post a link on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Right. IG. We, we even do it. We'll do a clip of the song on IG as well. Too, yeah, so. yeah. So, right. so we got a little clip for yeah, y'all. Yeah, the song is called Blue Concentration. You have arrived at your destination. <laughs> Let me tell y'all something about eons. That means eternity. That also means the elevation of negative situations. Color to paint the pictures, I ain't just here for visits. Scriptures are manuscript, printed the photocentric. Photos on photogenic, don't know if they're gonna get it. I give them a pair of lenses, I'm hoping they see my vision. If not, the hell with them, then ain't got no time to waste. Staying in my mama's place again, and I'm a grown ass man, ain't got no thinking space. I miss my old place, sleeping in the studio, then showing up to work late. I just had to quit my job, taking the leap of faith, cause I was going on tour, these dreams I had to chase. Now I'm back on first base, and I I think it means something back in my hometown right in the middle of summer I'm out here unloading boxes of trucks I'm getting buffered this girl I want to cover but we barely know each other think I'm fascinated with the looks I never wear a rubber so I'm here then I'm there but she won't let me love her car rides back and forth listening to Donald Glover I didn't know he did stand up my brother PS4 got me watching Netflix more than ever that's why I called it, that's random, going off on a tangent, that's my problem and strength, how I'm painting these canvas, I can show you the highways while I'm teaching you landings, and tell you about fasting while I'm making the sandwich with my picnic basket, I'm sometimes dramatic, I'm not the difference between t- miracles and magic, screaming stop the violence as I enter the dragon, I forward them the message but they hear me backwards, I think the color of my heart is dark blue. Cause it's filled with sadness Even though I don't show it In this world full of madness I need saving too You been such a good friend And I don't take that from you You know just who you are And I need favor too And a whole lot of money These people need favors too And I'm still deep in debt But I don't pay it no mind no Don't think they care what I'm saying Yo, as long as it right no S- Sitting in the ditch But I know I'm a climb no I know I'm a climb no Yeah, I'm cool in this ditch Long as I know I'm a climb I said I'm cool, won't go fit Just waiting on my time no yeah, I'ma make it, it's fine though, just keep on reading this pipe. That 
that was um, yeah. Blue Concentration. Um, I think he just a very soulful rapper. Yeah. yeah. Um, so. He can. said that PS4 and that Netflix, yeah. I'll be doing that. Like, <laughs> I can relate to that because I'll be, that's what I got yeah. in the room right now. PS4 and Netflix. So mm-hmm. I like yeah. that. Shout out to J.O. and uh, the Milwaukee music scene. Yeah. yeah we out here, yeah. y'all. His, his whole group, um, ENT, they, um, they're, they all do music and Man. so I'm getting into listening to all of their music as well. So, but. so far, who we got? We got J.O., we got Vito Black, we got Jay Lamo, Lamo. Yeah. we got Quest John. Quest John. Yeah. Uh, my friend Brave and Brave. That's Brave. the fire we yeah. uh, we 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 Brave. talked about. So y'all know anybody? We talked about. We shot him. Yeah, but we 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 need a piece of work. Yeah, I shot him. Oh, yeah. But I'm talking about the five that we got. So we're looking to get more clips, more information about you artists. Because again, we going worldwide, y'all. I do want to say. Um, I don't know if any of you guys listen to Ishdar, but he just dropped his album. Um. Bankrolls and heartbreaks, or sorry, something, something like that. I'm sorry. Yeah. But um, I'm an HDR fan, so I'm gonna yeah. check that out. Yeah, but, bring us yeah. a clip. Yeah. And I'm looking to work with them too. So yeah. Me and my brother, we do both beats too. So. Yeah. Work with who? Oh, shout out to Liz and her Lizum. Um, I told you, but tell Jabari. So she was, of course, on your Instagram looking, and she's like, "Oh, what does uh, um Jay do?" And I was like, "You know, he makes makes beats." So she was saying, um, somebody she knows kind of gets into making beats um, for bad. poetry uh-huh. behind. So she's like, I mean, it's something that you could just try to get okay, into. Yeah, um, but yeah, uh-huh. she said, uh, she knows somebody. Anything, that. Movies, anything, yeah, so man. put it behind. Because some people want, you know, a little bit of sound. So mm-hmm. she thought I'd tell you. Cool. Shout, shout out to Liz. The and her rivers listening. and the water. <laughs> from Turn my mic up. <laughs> Please. You ever heard of Jamie Foxx's um, on a Death Poetry Jam? Hilarious. Y'all gotta see that. I don't know. I, I met this fine ass Bizzle. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You said, because you, oh, yeah. you, you, Jay Fizzle, the famous commisms, I recognize them. <laughs> <laughs> that just made me think of um, ATL, with that clip when he was uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. doing the poetry to the Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, she could be a spokesmodel. <laughs> like, sir, stop. Yeah. But, yeah. Shout out to the music scene, man. Shout out to the Milwaukee For music scene. Milwaukee, Show daddy house. My daddy house. My, my daddy house. You just been trying that's to get over. Yeah. Get out. You just get out. Hilarious. Watch out. <laughs> that's my yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, watch out. Y'all have anything else? Uh, no, I think that's it for me. I'm trying to think what else we do. We talked about Birth Nation. We did uh, on Tuesday. Um, oh, what about you? Uh, you had a little encounter yesterday. Unless you're, you're going to go what somewhere. Oh, I was going to... Um, question about a relationship question. Okay. Um... <laughs> You okay? <laughs> 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 I'm laughing at Jabari. It's crazy. Okay, so when it comes to um, friends, your opposite sex friends in a relationship, mm-hmm. um, I believe we touched on it before, but what what do you do when your significant other friend crosses the line? Um, I have a friend. He, he hangs out with one of his female friends, mm-hmm. and um, I find myself asking him, Where's her man? Because I feel like he's always with her type thing. Mm. And I get it. Have friends, fine. But I'm just like, where's her man? Because, you know, personally, if my man, female friend, come to my house at 10 p.m., I'm be like, what's she doing? Mm. Like, why's she here? Like, How long is she going to be here? Night, yeah. Like, I mean, ten. I feel like 10 o'clock is a late time to be kicking it. Like, why are you yeah. here? So what, what y'all think? Hey, you gotta, the boundaries have to be set and made because if, if it... 
Because you don't want to go through it with anything through ambiguity. Because if you start mm-hmm. doing stuff like that, you be like, oh, I thought you knew that. It's like, uh, mm-hmm. no, I didn't. Like you, sh- and then you be like, oh, you should know that's not right to go out with your friend at yeah. 10 p.m. was a female. It's like, well, I didn't know that. I did it with my last girlfriend, and that's why y'all not together. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, no, but you got you have to draw the lines and draw some border yeah, lines so you know not to cross. Just the barrier. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's all talk. it is. So do y'all talk about the c word, which is. Communication. Communication. Yeah. Yeah. So, do y'all think that um, you believe it's healthy to have opposite sex friends in Absolutely. a relationship? Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Knowing where you gotta go through life and not talk to the opposite yeah. sex. That's what, right. Right. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that, but like you said, the bondage have to be set. You know, you're not gonna come over my house at 10 o'clock at right. night and mm-hmm. my girl is here. We're sleeping. You know, yeah, but mm-hmm. I think that person should be smart enough myself. to know that too. Right, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. But that's the thing. Like, their attentions. A lot of people don't know. Think they're like, oh, we're just friends. We just, yeah. That's the first thing I said. We're just yeah. friends. Like, uh, well, okay. I feel like that's just common sense. Don't be coming over at my house. How common is common sense? Yeah, that's true. A lot of people crazy. That's true. Common sense really exists, though. Yeah. How common is common? The common man. No, but I was going to say, I think it's healthy as well just because it's certain things as a yeah. man or woman that you might need a different opinion on. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. But like I said, set boundaries and um, communication. Communicate. Yeah. 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 But what if what if the friend is attractive? I've always been that attractive friend. <laughs> <laughs> I've always gotten that. I, for me, I have to, sometimes I have to put mental traps. Like, all right, you know, this... They be cool, you know what I mean? Like those little mental traps. Like, okay, you're just cool. You one of the mm-hmm. homies. Like, you like you like a dude. You know what I mean? Like one of the guys. You can... ass be. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> <laughs> bro, <laughs> bro, 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 <laughs> but you got to like. I mean, cause you, I mean, yeah. unless you want your friends to be ugly, well, ugly to you. I can especially challenge. So, uh, like, so what about y'all? Are? Y'all got an attractive friend, like, and y'all dating, y'all boyfriend. When I have a boyfriend, my boyfriend's the finest man in the world. Oh, I mean, oh, yes. a baloney. Yes. <laughs> I mean, Milwaukee. Yes, yes, I can acknowledge that other men are handsome, mm-hmm. right. fine, whatever. But as long as it doesn't go... Hmm. Fine. I wonder, you know, let me try to get close to him, like a girl right. from the from the scenario. Yeah. Let me see where I can be think? available, just in case me and my boyfriend do break right. up, but he don't okay. friends on me. <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious. No, but nah. Yeah. Check it out, dog. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So yeah, I, don't I know. agree. I just feel like you know, know your boundaries. You yeah, know? know your boundaries. If you fine, you fine. Yeah. You'll I mean, you can't change that. Yeah, yeah, you'd be fine. You said you'd be alright. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to mention your cheeks, though. Like, ooh, your turn. My turn? Oh, you want to hear about this? I'm there. <laughs> he said, your turn. <laughs> well, um, as Moan J says, he wants Mwanjay. me to get into the story. Excuse me, Jay Jumanji. I forgot about the story, but... Oh, yeah, yeah. So last night, we all went out, me, Lassie, um, Jumanji, we kicked it or whatever. Um, <laughs> 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 so uh, he mows it on off of one of his high school friends, and Lassie was next to me, but she Oops. left to Dare talk to somebody me. else. Oh, okay. Um, and then as we were sitting down, um, this white guy kind of signals over, you know, just comes over and he sits down. So, so he's like, hey, you know, um, so my friend here, and it, it was a real person, he's like, he just got divorced. <laughs> um, you know, like, how did, like, I'm trying to tell him how do you, you know, approach people, you know, kind of get back into the scene. So I'm just kind of like, be yourself, period. So as we were talking, the friend, you know, goes towards these other two white chicks and starts talking to him, like, kind of like he just did. 
<laughs> so, and I'm like, so what's his story? Like, he's like, you know, two kids, divorce. How old is he? I'm trying to figure out if, if this is a real story. He's like, he's like 29, you know, whatever. I'm like, mm, all right, whatever. He's like, yeah, so anyway, and it kind of goes back to what we talked about, was that two, three weeks ago about the corniness? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> and his segue was kind of bad. So he's like, yeah, you know, so how about you, though? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> what did he say? He's like, who's who's Reese? Yeah, he's like, who, who's Reese? Who are you? And I'm like, I mean, you know, I like to travel, you know, here and there, okay, you know. So anyway, we we just kind of chopped it up or whatever. But in some, I can't remember how we got to it, but I think I started it. We kind of got into the whole race and segregation type thing because I think I asked him. He asked me like, "You from Milwaukee?" And I'm like, "Yeah." I'm like, "Where you from? You from Milwaukee?" He's like, "Yeah, well, West Dallas." And I'm like, "Okay." Like, you live anywhere else? He's like, "Baby, you." And I'm like, "Okay." So he's like, "Yeah, I've always been on the outskirts, but you know, I've, I've had that's where we got there." He said, "I've had my um, my hood experiences." I'm like, Whoa. and I laugh for like ten minutes. I'm like, well, "What is that? What do you mean?" Your hood Ex- explain. And he's like, "Well, you know, a couple of you know friends in the neighborhood, you know, got shot or." You know, he meant like within the the, the, the hood areas of the inner city, they got shot or you know like just a whole bunch of just stuff I don't want to talk about. I'm like, okay. I said, well, that's what I mean. And I said because it, there's these situations where you know you read the forums or the articles, they're like, when stuff happens in our community, people are like, just go to college or just do this. And I'm like, it's yeah. not that easy. Right. So I'm like, um, and I said, I said, and I told him, I said, think of the whitest person you know. Just pick the whitest person you know in your mind, whatever. I said. Drop him off at the corner of Locust and Holton. He's like, well, I don't really know. And he's like, 19th and Nash? <laughs> I said, he said, try 30 Keith. Okay? Oh, my God, 27. Right. <laughs> Drop him off right there on the corner for an hour. What they going to do? Call for a ride? <laughs> they won't even last. And I said, exactly. And I said, it's what me and Liz, we talk about the cultural competence thing. Or what Charlemagne said, these officers need to yeah. be trained. Go in the community and talk to these people. I need to be from the community. Yeah, be from the community, or if you're gonna if you're gonna be from somewhere else, stay in that stay in that community and mingle with the people. And I think before you be ordained or whatever to be in a police officer, <laughs> you need to be in the community. So like we talked about last week, that's Officer Bob. Oh, that's Tyrone. Right. He got a little issues or whatever, you know. He bad, but he good. You know what I'm saying? Like the officer, I still follow him. that one cop that from goes Arkansas. Into, yeah. yeah, he mingles with the community. I think he brings him candy. Yeah, he food. even has a black wife or a girlfriend, but. Like he he knows the community. I, I forgot his name. I actually followed him on Instagram. Yeah, but like that. But I we just kind of talked and um he he kind of gave me I guess his insight. He was like, well insight. He was like, well my thing is you know some people are raised that way and some people don't don't know otherwise. And I'm like, well that's the point for you to figure it out, exactly. <laughs> duh. And I'm looking at him like, um when you don't know better, you do what? You do better. So I'm like, yeah, all right. I'm still stuck on 19th and Nash. Yeah, he's like 19th and Nash, and I'm like, uh, yeah, and I'm like, okay, and I'm like, I bet you mosey right on back to West Dallas when that happened. But I don't know. We just kind of talked or whatever, and at the the end, he his segue was bad. He like, um, he was like 25, and he was like bald. Um, he was like, oh yeah, you know, so uh, because when you came, Lassie came over, and she's like, yeah, you wanna um. I'm about to go over here. Did you want to come? I don't want you to feel like I left you. I'm like, oh, this is a great conversation. You know, you can go ahead. He was like, yeah, I thought you were going to leave. I said, no, we're having a good conversation. So at the end, he's like, yeah, you know, you want to keep this conversation going? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you got internet page, Snapchat, Twitter? <laughs> oh, I don't really do. I just got Snapchat. Oh, okay. And then I got quiet. And then Jumanji texts me like, you need help? <laughs> so, <laughs> I was like, you need a rescue? <laughs> so I'm just kind of like, yep. So then the, the, the bar is about to close. So then he's like, oh, okay, um, well, I'm going to go find my friends. And, I'm, and I was getting up. And I was like, all right. And I kind of went left. So Jumanji's like, you used him for context. I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> it was It was funny, though, when he first uh, came over and sat down because I was there. 
So he was having this full blown conversation, and he's like, "Oh, I'm sorry. What's your name?" And I'm like, "Oh, yeah, you didn't yeah. care." Yeah. Well, I actually <laughs> brought you, and I said, "This is Lassie." That's why I right. laugh. And then he was like, "What's your name?" I'm like, "I said what I said." <laughs> um, but yeah, I just thought that conversation was interesting. Just talking to somebody that's actually in the same age group as myself, just to see where they're at with mm-hmm. the whole thing. Because he he brought up another topic about segregation, and um, he was like, "Well, he asked me like, well, how would you feel if if you know you were the only black person in a white neighborhood?" I'm like. I feel some type of way, but it got to start mm-hmm. somewhere. Like, right. <laughs> hello. That's really like the first. He said, "He said, what if you moved out to Cudahy?" Like, right. I'm, that's that's, that's, that's what we gonna talk about tonight in the bar. Yeah. You're black, and I'm white. We have to talk about race relations. That's going <laughs> yeah. on. Well, I, well, I actually kind of brought it there. I don't uh, know how. I think we just start talking about something I said, but we kind of got there somehow. But I thought it was a cool conversation. That's why I didn't want to leave. I'm like, we got some good contacts here, so yeah. It wasn't for me, you know, a little too corn, but whatever. A little too corn. <laughs> a little too ball. I went fishing in Madison. Mm-hmm. And we were we went on to this pier or whatever. And the first thing this white guy says is like, "Oh yeah, I hate the police" or something. He said, "I'm like, why? Why do you feel like you have to say this to me?" <laughs> right, right. You know, this is right when um, this is right when uh, this is after uh, we had the riots here. Mm-hmm. You know, it was burning like yeah. And I, I'm like, bro, you don't have to um, try to. That doesn't be. Yeah, that doesn't have I, to be I, our interest in right. Icebreaker. Right. Sorry, right. I, I, the police. Like, oh, I like them, sir. I actually yeah, have a couple right. police officers mm-hmm. in my family. How about so that? I'm down with the bros in the home. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's an but, end scene. Um, yeah, but you know, right. it, yeah, it it, it, it always because when you firstly meet somebody. Mm-hmm. It's always that cultural difference. Things like, oh, yeah. you're black, I'm white. Yeah. Uh, what we're gonna talk about? Like, what do yeah. we have to talk? Instead of like, hey, bro, I like, I like, I'm human. You're human. I like, yeah. I like yeah. rap music. I like whatever. Yeah. You know, whatever it is. Yeah, mm, heard that before. Yeah. Yeah. You heard that before? I like rap. I like rap music. Remember, I said I like Webby. I like Boosie. Oh yeah. <laughs> 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 but I mean, I, I, that I, I'm okay with because like, like, I yeah, like, too. I like rap music. I mean. Mm. You know, <laughs> like, like, it's like you're trying to talk about your differences yeah, right away. Yeah, like, yeah. Why you can't just say something like, "Oh, well, yeah. that's weather." Why we just have real conversation? Yeah, well, we mingled a little bit at first, but I don't know about y'all, but sometimes you can tell that difference, and I'm just kind of mm-hmm. like, and I'm like, "What are you really thinking? Like, what is really going on around here?" Um, <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> so, so um, I guess I wanted to end it our end our episode today. Um, had a little question for y'all. I think I'm gonna start doing this every time. Um, so let's start with our guest here, our our surprise guest of the uh, evening. Yeah. So my question for you guys is, what's the best piece of advice that you've ever received? Mm. Best piece of advice. Mm-hmm. Mm. I know it's, it's something that catch you. What, what comes to mind? What comes to mind first? It can be anything. Um, go to school probably it's like well you know yeah. I always had that in my mind anyway but yeah. you know it's just something educate like, yourself right yeah alright what about you stay humble stay humble stay humble yeah, I like stay that humble. stay humble I think that's, that's Never get big headed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Somebody said uh, if you swallow your success I think the pastor said this yesterday he said if you swallow your success you become full of yourself and then you yeah. not, won't be able to be filled with other things that you need to be successful yeah. so what you LC Everybody think you know you be in class and and the, you know you're gonna read a paragraph <laughs> and prepare yourself. Like, yeah, you read that's, a paragraph. That's what I was trying to. Oh, <laughs> yeah, we say I, stuff too fast. Sorry. Mm. I don't know. Um, it's probably was some good uh, advice somewhere down the line, but yeah. right now I'm. Come to mind first. Anything. Just anything. Yeah. I'll come back. I'll come back. Um, I guess. Um, I'm trying to 
kind of worded. Um, when I went, when I was younger and I went to camp, um, my camp counselor, because um, that's when I was dealing with everything, and I used to bottle my emotions, and she just was like, "If you feel it, feel it. Yeah. You know, don't try to." Sound like Yana Van Zandt? What she did? <laughs> no, but I guess that that would be it because once she said that to me, I stopped. I agree. Bottling. Following yeah. things up so mm-hmm. much, mm-hmm. I still do it, but not as much. You know, if if I wanted to feel sad, I have a right to feel sad. Right. So I'm mm-hmm. sad. That's what I want. You know, that's what yeah. I was feeling. So yeah, I guess I'll say that. Feel you. Um, mine will be. I got two things. Just r- randomly, really, just came to mind. Number one, um, I said what I said. Shout out to Nene Leaks, which brings me to number two. Um, shout out to Liz for her wisdom. You know, we all know this, but sometimes you got to hear it again. She always says. You got to teach people how to treat you, which kind of segues into I said what I said. <laughs> so, yeah, you got to teach people how to treat you. You know what I'm saying? Don't let people just muster and run over you. So, right. I know you said that that was kind of the last question, yeah. but mm-hmm. um, I've been seeing this on Facebook. Um, it's a post and it says, what is this chapter of your life called? Mm-hmm. I saw that too early. I just seen like an hour ago. Oh, I know. Okay. Go ahead. Mine's go go ahead. is building. Building yeah, okay. Life. My tattoo, the meaning of life is found in every moment of living. I like that. Yeah. Well, so yeah, again, yeah. we are all YBO podcasting. Shout out to our guest, Mr. Jabari Thompson. Yeah, as always, your social media as Jabari Beats. That's Beats with a Z. All right, all right, all right. And I am the legendary, the mediator, the Mrs. I gotta be married for that. I'm the Miss Reese Libera. R e e s e b e r r a four Ys. That is on Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr. Uh, Snapchat. So I forget to tell y'all about my Snapchat. Same uh-huh. thing. Reese Berry. R e e s b e r r a four wives. I don't care because half of my tumblers are my tumblers. Half of my followers are from Tumblr anyway, and I, ha- I don't even know the people. Um, uh, go ahead. You guys can follow me on Twitter, Instagram at Lo Creme Lola. Um, uh-huh. on, on, <laughs> on, on Tumblr, um, branded heroin. Oh my God! Oh, that's right. uh, <laughs> my name is uh, Muandre, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> Liz say you lower your voice sometimes. You get. I'm not gonna say. You're trying to get sexy. Get together. You said get sexy with. Oh, no, 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 no. Sexy with. No, no. My name is Muandre, and that's M W A N J E. That's my Instagram. My uh, Twitter is Muandre the Gemini, and um, you can follow us at. YBO Podcast MKE on Twitter and YBO Podcast at gmail.com. Hit us up with any inquiries or yes, questions yes. or topics that you have that for us. Oh, yeah, everybody that's live too. Yeah, yeah. shout out to all y'all that listen. Yeah. Um, we go live on Facebook when yeah. we want to. Shout so, out, shout out to everybody. And um, yeah, hit us up e- emails again. Any MKE mm-hmm. artists that want to get touch bases with us, even if you're not from Milwaukee, you're trying to 
be put out there. You know what I'm saying? But Milwaukee comes first because that's where we're from. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we ain't going to get on and say we're from Chicago, okay? <laughs> <laughs> um, we love y'all in Chicago, too, now. Y'all start shooting people down there. Yeah, so. You know what? <laughs> um, I'm just saying, Black Lives Matter and, and uh, we should matter Oh, to and, and again, before we go, shout out, out to our sixth episode again. We got, as Man. of now, we had 251 listeners within a week. That's Thank really big. So much. We had listeners from South Africa, Canada, mm. Portugal, Australia, Australia New yeah, Zealand. Man. Um, Brazil, yeah. so we, we were everywhere. Hey, that's we didn't put on the map. We put on the map. Shout out to yeah. our listeners too. Shout out to Stacy, just because you're Stacy. Um, uh, shout out to Stacy. Yeah, shout out to the haircut person. Hey, you're a Gemini. Hey. Hey. <laughs> I am a Gemini. We talked about out. this. I forgot that. Yeah. Oh, that's why you know right, so. so um, <laughs> thank you all for. Oh, Murray played tonight. Murray. Yeah, I don't know who y'all play, but shout out Kansas City Chiefs. Yes, sir. Shout out to that young man doing it big as a defensive quarterback. Our house. Our house. Oh nine. Oh Some God. of our listeners will not know what that means. Oh. Um, so thank you all, and you all have a great have Sunday. Check oh, your website too. All right. Your day, everybody else. Uh, lift off a. We are out. Thank you guys. Bye. Bye.